For someone who travels weekly, hotels, they get boring pretty quick. They're lonely, crowded, you know, just, I want to find something more fun. So on tour, we started seeing a lot in Airbnbs. Uh, you know, I did my special taping in Phoenix uh, in 2021, and we had a Airbnb then, and it was just so much fun. I mean, it's honestly a lot cheaper, too, is what's crazy. Um uh, just so much more space. They have full homes. I mean, it's, you can, you know, easy to cook stuff, easy to, you just feel like you're at home. Uh, did you know you could also be my next Airbnb host? And uh, I mean, in fact, my tour manager, Travis, recently started hosting his place on Airbnb. Uh, he says it's a great way to make extra money while we are on the road this summer, uh, since his home would be just sitting empty. It's a great idea to host while you're away if you have some upcoming travel plans this summer. Uh, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, folks. Is that the, <laughs> I, I, I love it. Welcome to Nate Land Podcast. Uh, we're excited to be here. Uh, big shout out today to Helix Sleep. Take their two-minute sleep quiz and they'll match you to a mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. Find your perfect mattress at helixsleep.com slash Nate. Uh, welcome to the show, everybody. We've had a big, uh, we had a big fun weekend. A lot of traveling. Went to Dollywood. I loved it. Uh, it was an amazing trip. And we're going to keep it, um, we got we got more this weekend. If you want to come out to the show, uh, you can go to NateBargetti.com. One night only tour. We have two weeks left. This is it. Yeah. You can yeah. see this. If you want to see this. <laughs> if you want to watch Four Men Bomb, uh, <laughs> we're the show for you. Uh, uh, so uh, we are excited to be here. Uh, also, we have the Tonight Show. This is all the guys that filmed this stuff. They filmed the Tonight Show. They got some. Huh? A little Tonight Show. We all got Tonight Show credit. Now we're all Tonight Show people. <laughs> uh, thanks for watching that. Thanks for all the nice comments. Uh, the people loved it. It's the first stand-up back since uh, COVID. It's awesome. It's pretty fun. Yeah. That's neat. We're the start of the new era. Stand-up comedy. <laughs> <laughs> After the pandemic. Uh, all right, we're going to get started as usual uh, with some comments from you guys, as we always love reading all this stuff. Steve Edging. Steven Edging. Edging, right? I think so. Uh, Nate, you may get me arrested for a LWD listening while driving twice now, listening to you buttercup and Aaron while driving. I have laughed so hard. I couldn't see to drive. I guess I am the idiot for listening while driving. Uh, buttercup's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Buttercup's a, that's another good name. That's a great name. I'm wondering buttercup. how long before I'm no longer amused by these. And I don't see any signs of slowing uh, down. Yeah. No, I, it's going to be tough, man. Uh, <laughs> they're all pretty good and fun. So I'll, I enjoy them. Lane Saunders, a show where a group of men discuss childhood topics. The last three shows have been magic, animals, and pirates. <laughs> Can't wait for the next show when Nate, Aaron, and Banana Bread <laughs> discuss imaginary friends. Well, all right. You, you, might, you might be in luck because yeah. we might be doing that. Chris Minute, mine it. The animals episode literally had me crying and unable to breathe from laughing so hard. I thought Nate, Aaron, and Beauregard, 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 maybe Beauregard can do no wrong with these shows. 
And then came the Pirates show. Even Michael Jordan missed some free throws. <laughs> Keep him up the mostly hilarious work. The Pirates episode, that's Nick's fault. Yeah. yeah. If you I'll notice, accept. Yeah, I'll, I will walk off the plank for that one. You know I mean, I mean, we've been doing, we've been on a great roll. And then Nick, we had to put Nick in. His uh, his agent forced us to have him. In fairness, he didn't, the beer guard is, uh, that's, a, that's a tough name for you. Beer guard? It is a hard one. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's Brian's middle name. <laughs> Mike Bohm, I have always just listened to the podcast, but this week I decided to watch with the video on YouTube. If you haven't done that, I would highly recommend it. The Beverly Bootstrap Bates jokes are way more hilarious when you see his reaction. Don't know he's don't know how he sits there and takes it from everybody, but I'm glad he Me does. Either. Love you guys in the podcast. You produce something funny and positive when most of the stuff you get on TV or online these days is negative garbage. And that's why we're here. Yeah. Yeah. Not changing any minds. Mm-mm. Mind your own business. Do whatever you want. <laughs> no negative garbage. The rest of the episode's like, all right, now let's be negative. Well, it's <laughs> negative to each other. Right. But yeah. we keep it in this world of negative. I'm sure I've yelled about something else, but we're negative to just each other. Ian Renfro. Infru. Renfru. Ian Renfru. Love the podcast. Love your stand-up. Laughter is extremely important right now. Saw you last winter in Rockford, Illinois. My face and stomach hurt from laughing so much. Pretty sure bed rest opened for you. <laughs> he wasn't. He wasn't funny then either. Oh, whoa, pretty sure whoa. bed rest opened for you. He wasn't funny then either. Wow. Whoa. That was a tough That's one. A... Hurt people. Hurt people. <laughs> that pretty was... sure bed rest. That one almost. Uh, that when they slip them in, and I don't really realize that that's what they're doing. Uh-huh. I thought that was the sentence. Like he was saying he was bed rest or something. But he didn't capitalize bed rest. Yeah. So that that's all I didn't mind. I like sneaking it in. <laughs> like yeah. goes, when you have to go back and go, oh, he's calling Brian bed rest. Uh-huh. Uh, that last was, line was uncalled for. He wasn't funny then either. Yeah, yeah Brian was funny. That- Rockford, Illinois, one of the most dangerous cities in America. Oh, yeah? One of the worst cities in the country, yeah. It sounds so Statistically. nice. Statistically. Like Rockford. It does. It sounds like this. It does. Oh, like a we'll magical place. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, when we went after his town, he goes after he goes after bed rest, we go after you. Yeah. <laughs> you don't take down one of our own. Uh, Ross Montgomery, excited to see this lineup at the Texas show. I'm going to learn the Morse code for hello, folks, to flash my headlights. I hope Bedden can dunk. Baden Kanak wears his shirt at the shows. Oh, Badonkadonk. Badonkadonk. Ah. I've never seen that word spelled yeah. out. Honky tonk, Badonkadonk. 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 <laughs> Is oh. that what they call you? Huh? Badonkadonk. Badonkadonk? Yeah, that's what they call him. I don't yeah, think they're talking that? about me. Yeah, can you believe that? No, they're talking about Aaron. You, got, you, believe you that got they junk call in that? the trunk? Yeah, he does. They call him Badonkadonk. Everybody calls him You didn't know they called Aaron that? I didn't know that. Yeah, dude. Everybody does that. Uh... It's going to be a long weekend. I'm, uh, every yeah. time he gets out of his bunk, I'm going to be like, well, there it is. Good song. Nick, how did you not realize that all he's been called is names that are bees? <laughs> yeah. And you think for some reason this guy switched it to Aaron. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it just gets out of control. Some of these like names, th- he's got more nicknames than anybody in the world. They're like, I know that's the whole point head. of the show. But for some reason... <laughs> You thought this one was talking about Aaron. You thought this guy changed it up. Did but, you? but dunk a dunk. I'm like, well, now if he's got the junk in the trunk, I'm going to be noticing that on the bus. All right. I'm not sure Nick really knows what's going on right now. Uh, <laughs> Nick's got badonka gun. You ever seen Nick? There Nick's got go. one of the best, best booties in stand-up comedy. <laughs> I've always said that. 
Did you think Aaron had some junk in the trunk? So that's why they were talking about him. Well, I don't know. That was the name. That was the name I saw in the comment. And I'm like, yeah. maybe they know something. I don't know. I haven't you know, noticed yeah. that. But the theme of always using B <laughs> nicknames and being ridiculous. You thought that this one changed up just because maybe like, they gave that to him. They're like, because of the junk he has in that trunk. <laughs> that's what I was yeah. thinking. Okay. Uh, Brian Lee. I enjoyed Nick land this week. This episode would have only been 45 minutes. If not for him, keep up the good work. Y'all. Uh, way to go, Nick. It's gonna be the Nick Land podcast. I don't know if you, I don't know if you're suggesting Nick was talking too much or we. No, were, I, I think he's saying he liked Nick, uh, which I like. Nick. I think he's saying he carried the episode. Yeah, like Nick was everything. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Nick did great. He did great. Uh, Nick will be off the show next week. And Brian <laughs> Lee is blocked. Uh, <laughs> Russell D. Williford. Nick's joy is contagious. I love how mirthful he is. Uh, what is that? Mirthful is a great word. I don't is know it? what it means. But it's a good it's a good thing to be. It sounds like a nice yeah. uh, it's like you want to be mirthful. Yeah. It's like yeah. a combination of mouthwash and you know, like badonkadonk. Mirth. mirth. Uh you get a mirthful a mouthwash. <laughs> Constantly chuckling and laughing. Y'all are y'all are supposed to be comics. Maybe you could take a page from the book of Nick's awesome personality. Nick does have a good personality. Yeah. Here's the thing, well, I have I have multiple accounts that I write some of these, you know, yeah. as <laughs> as, as Russell in. B. Welford. Rusty, Russell what does that have to do to being a comic though? Being mirthful. Yeah. Because he's got a good laugh. Nick's a good laugher. Mm-hmm. People are good laughers. Audience members are good laughers. Some are not good laughers. Well, that's a good audience member then. That's not a good comic. Well, but some <laughs> comics are really good at being they can they're a personality. Yeah. Nick's a good personality. Like some comics are have great personalities, some are not. I don't think I'm the most personality kind that's why i've never been a good host of a show because i would never be like what's up everybody welcome to the show like i'm not a good if you're gonna tune into abc wet and wild you know and i'm like <laughs> what's up everybody got a great show people are sliding and stuff everybody like this guy hates his job <laughs> and i don't but i just that's what i do so i stick what i do in my language were you ever like that at all when you when you were hosting no. shows would you i was never a good host yeah. i would always just go the route of i would but i would have comics tell me they like me hosting because i would do my act i was never a big what's where's this guy from asking the crowd where they're from and stuff uh so, but I would get them in the rhythm of listening to jokes, which I like to follow. I'd rather follow that than follow a guy being like, "Where are we at? Where, where is this? What are you doing? What kind of hat is that?" Like, just that's that's just a different kind of show mentality that audience is in. Because it either goes unbelievable, like some people, or like just great at it, or you can get into just a train wreck moment where you start talking to people. So, like, what is it like being a dentist? Huh? You got it? Yeah. Dentist? They're in a whole big thing. And then like nothing. <laughs> they all want to be talked to. The crowd wants yeah. to be talked to. The crowd's like, this guy's so much fun. He's just yelling at us. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then you go up and do your act. And then everybody's like, well, where's the guy that was funner? The guy that made fun of us. <laughs> the guy that talked with us. The guy that talked us. with us. Yeah. Uh, I'm an a- I'm an act guy. I'm a, I'm a, I present my act that I created. And then that's what it is. Um, but a lot of comics are introverts. Yeah. And yeah. Comics what... are not that. The, a lot of people say we're not, uh, if you meet us, we're not what you think yeah. when you meet us. We're not this like, yeah, this super fun guy. And I think we can make a lot of jokes and I, we can be funny uh, in situations when we hang out. But yeah, we're not super fun. I mean, the tour bus has been pretty fun. You know, we're, well, it's we just rail on each other. It's yeah. kind of this, yeah. how we're making fun of each other. Yeah. It's essentially that's what comics do. We tend to just go hard and make fun of each other. That's what the Comedy Cellar was. Like when people talk about the Comedy Cellar, that back table, 
It was that. It's everybody just trashing each other yeah. and making fun of each other. And that's what's funny to us. So it's like very mean. And that's what it is. And that's, you know, and that's what you like. And that's how comics can be. And we can be too mean. So when we hang out with regular people, if we, we have to tone it back, I can't just walk into your house and start trashing your house because that's, you're going to think it's rude. So then we end up just not talking because I don't want to cross the line. I mean, you know, times comics make jokes. And we have to go like, hey man, this is like a regular person. Yeah. Like you can't do it. Like the, I don't, did I, I don't know if I've talked about this, but I always heard Patrice O'Neill, one of the greatest comics. He's passed away. He's one of the best ever. But he was on The Office, the first few seasons of The Office, and uh, then he was off The Office. And whether this is true or not, it makes sense. But I always heard that Patrice was a comic, and Patrice would really break people down, and he would do that to the actors on The Office, and they would have to tell him like. You got to calm down, dude. These are not comedians. They can't, they don't take it like a comedian does. Like we can't really, you can't offend me. I'm never going to be, a, if a, a comic is good, I truly believe this, they can't be offended. They should never be offended. It doesn't matter. They can get mad. You can get mad about stuff, but, but I'm never going to be offended and be like, you can't say that about me. Like, you know, I, I don't, it doesn't really matter. And so Patrice would do that. And then they would be like, yeah, man you can't these are regular people that are actors like they don't they're like sensitive you can't just be like what was what, this loser here you know <laughs> now like, now in my head i'm trying to think like what actor on the office like was i think like, all of them man. i think it was like steve corral that was like get him out you know <laughs> i don't think <laughs> like, anybody probably i don't know what happened i don't think anybody probably specifically got him out but i just you know you could probably tell if he's the only one doing that in a group of 50 people then naturally the you know, the showrunner is going to be able to feel the vibe to be like, yeah, we just can't have this dude here anymore. Didn't uh, you tell me that uh, supposedly Craig Robinson is the one that said, hey, man, you got to chill a little supposedly bit. Supposedly, that's what I heard. Like, he's like, tell him, like, you got to calm down, dude. These are not comics. Like, Craig Robinson could handle it. He's a comic. Yeah. And not saying that these people are bad because they can't handle it. It's just such a... Comics can be ruthless. Dude. What if like, what I if mean, he's like wasn't attacking the cast, but it was like the crew, like the guy holding the microphone? See, I think the crew really, would be able to you handle, you know, like it. And, yeah. and he's just yeah. like, you gotta hold yeah. it like that, and the guy's gotta hold it, and it's like, I mean, the crew could handle. It. They're a bunch of union guys. Yeah. I mean, the union blue guys, collar, yeah, yeah, blue yeah. collar, like they're they're all about that. Yeah, I, I I think it's it's the actors, and and rightfully so. I'm I I agree with that. Like you have to know when to tone it down. I mean, you know, my stint in Hollywood is like you could tell that. Yeah, you gotta. You can't just be saying crazy stuff. You can't have, almost. You can't have full on real conversations. Comics are very open. We'll talk about anything. You can tell me anything, and I'm not going to care. I lo I want you to be interesting. I would rather you. You know, when we talked about conspiracy theory, if someone's like, I don't believe in space. I would love to talk to that guy. Yeah, yeah. that's way more interesting to me than someone that's going to tell me. I don't know something that's like factual. I'd be like, we need to worry about yeah climate change, and then goes through this whole climate change where you're like, I'm not saying that we don't. I'd rather talk to the guy that just doesn't believe in outer space, <laughs> like that guy. And that's what everybody should do. That's so everybody should live. But they, all right. Anyway, Nick's off the show. Uh, <laughs> Emily Zell, when Bradley was talking about how the school and crossbones was so scary, all I could think about was he looks worried. For real. <laughs> Love your shows. I'm a college student at Mizzou. Ugh, and, when, and when people see me walking around <laughs> campus on Wednesday, I'm usually laughing out loud because of Nate Land. Mizzou Vandy postponed. Yeah. Right? It's a big, that's it's a big win for us. Big win for us. <laughs> <laughs> we were gonna we were gonna be playing you, Emily, this week, and we postponed because we we don't have enough players. <laughs> uh, it's a mess. <laughs> They're coming COVID's, off a big win though, right? 
Yeah, they beat LSU. No. This is our big win. Yeah, this was our big win is we don't have to play. We don't have to dress up. Mizzou had a huge win. Aaron showed me footage of him playing football. So maybe he can... Like, what if he was thrown in? It's Badonka, Gonka, Gonka got in there, dude. Uh, yeah, I tell you what, uh, the it has messed us up with uh, COVID, dude. I'm doing fantasy, and it's a nightmare. I, 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 it's no fun. Titans again, second week in a row. I'm just losing guys because of because their team's not playing for COVID. Yeah, and you're just like, this is not even worth it. Like, They're playing I, tonight. I know, but they they got then they postponed. Didn't something else happen again? And now they've caught back up. Well, they postponed last week's game. Yeah. I mean, they made it their bye. And- but the Steelers got canceled this week. So, all of a sudden, you had to move that. <laughs> yeah, did they? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I could be making that up. Uh, yeah. yeah. What be. if I'm like, the, you know, yeah. Belichick has coronavirus. What, what are you talking what, about? What, what's he know. saying? <laughs> and he has to go answer that question. I would love that this gets that high up <laughs> that he has to go. I do not. Who said that? <laughs> Nick or breakfast? Uh, <laughs> We had a guy call me breakfast this huh? weekend. On the golf oh course. yeah! Oh yeah! We got recognized. Uh, Bates got recognized first, first time. <laughs> solo recognized. <laughs> you know what? I don't even think that was solo. I bet he saw you first and then put it together. Yeah. And he goes, "Oh, I thought that was Nate's dad. Turns out it's breakfast." Uh, <laughs> but we did get recognized on the golf course. We did get recognized. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We we golf this weekend. Fun little weekend. Golfing next weekend. Golfing coming up Thursday. Yeah. Valhalla. Big course, big deal. Bates hooked this up. Yeah. Wow. This is all Bates. Big time course. That's what I do. This is this is a uh, would be a you mark it off as one of your best courses you ever played. This is uh, awesome. top top U.S. Open was there. Tiger won his Tiger Slam. That was one of the courses. Beat Bob May. How funny is that? Tiger Woods beat Bob May. Bob so, May. So yeah. like a name someone gave me. I mean, it's like <laughs> know, it's right? honestly like if yeah, it's just nothing. It's like and he just like was a. I mean, obviously a great golfer, uh-huh. but when you see the video, it's like Tiger's like, this is 2000 Tiger. It's like Nike. It's like, I mean, yeah. it's just the, top oh, of the world. boom, top of the world. We're all like, think he's the coolest guy in the world. And his foe <laughs> is someone's dad, Bob May. And Bob May got after it. I yeah. mean, he, it was a problem. He was that good. You want to lose to somebody really bland when you're like the greatest superstar in the world. Yeah. You know? Well, like- that's what's tough with golf, I think, because you don't lose to cool. You know, Miami Heat just lost to the Lakers, LeBron James. The you know, it's like cool. In golf, you could be, you're Tiger Woods. You're you know, you're, uh, you're all these like cool guys, and then you lose to Fred Couples. <laughs> like you know, just and it's like, well, who's that? And it's a guy that you would if you like that guy's one of the best golfers ever. You're like that guy. Yeah. Like yeah. it's just a guy in slacks that you know <laughs> picking his daughters up from school, uh, and he just destroys you on the golf course. Uh, Phil Hill, I feel like every time there's a guest, Aaron doesn't speak as much. We've had a lot of problem Aaron not speaking. Aaron, why don't you speak as much? Just out of respect for the for the guest, you know. That is true, but it's Nick. But it's Nick, and Nick's kind of Nick's kind of a co-hosty. You know, Nick's staying here for a month. I'm never leaving. He's never (laughs) leaving. I I just live on this table, especially if we go. Nick's not coming home. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah, speak, Aaron. What's your problem, man? I'll try to step up, man. I was yeah. just uh, just trying to give some room. Yeah, well, you know, Phil doesn't like it. <laughs> uh, maybe he does like it. Maybe he, he just wants everyone. Yeah. You know what? I feel like every time there's a guest, Aaron episodes are better because he doesn't speak up as much. <laughs> yeah. uh, 
TCOM 1012. You know Nate is a good guy when he has the same chair as the rest of the group. That is true. Yeah. Oh, what a sacrifice. I could get a better chair. That is a good sacrifice. Brian's not impressed. I mean, what, what do they want? A, These are nice cr- chairs. A throne? These are yeah. good chairs. I should have a That would be great if your chair. chair was like twice as high as everybody else's. It should be. And you got you just start. What do you think, think of that? I don't think the podcast being my name is enough. It should be one more. I should separate. <laughs> I should build something that separates us. Nate's Nate. We Lane. might be changing buses this week and we're all going to be riding in bunks. So I'll be amongst the people. Wow. <laughs> None of y'all will be near me, but you I will be in the bunk as you. I will have multiple bunks around me that are empty, but I will be in the same bunks as the people on the bus. Uh I'm waiting wait till I get I'm gonna have a car just drive behind us and I just get out. And <laughs> when I did that cruise ship with Paul Allen, my big uh corporate gig, they almost had his boat follow the cruise ship. Which was like that's a. It was just because it's like he has to do work. His he has a basically cruise ship. If yeah. anybody's ever looked it up, you can go. I forget what it's called, but octopus maybe or something. But you go look up Paul Allen's boat, and it's unreal. It's got a submarine on. It's crazy. And then, but he was rented out a cruise ship. There was two hundred fifty people only on it, so it's empty. And there was a moment of like where he's like, "Well, should I just have our my ship follow in case he's got to get off?" And you know, I mean, he was just like a. Guy that sometimes needs a space. I mean, I get it. Right. Like, he's changing the world, so maybe he needs a space. He's allowed a space. But he didn't do it. But it was crazy to be like, that could have been an option. Yeah. So if I wanted to have a car, trail, or bus, <laughs> I probably couldn't afford that. You were here by those billionaires. <laughs> they buy a house. They also just buy every house yeah. around it. They, like, buy the whole neighborhood. Because they don't want anybody near them. Elon yeah. Musk, I think, did Yeah. That. Yeah. I, 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 look, when you get to that certain level, it makes sense. It's something everybody would do. I think it's because you're looking for some privacy yeah. in the fact that when these guys are so big, if you can't have just your regular neighbor just be like, that's Elon Musk. Like it just gets out. Mm-hmm. And then you have people. So you're just like, I'll just buy every house and no one's allowed. That's back. you with the bunks. That's me with the bunks. Yeah. <laughs> I make a place and I'm going to wake up y'all in the middle of the night and go switch bunks. I want your bunk. Now. <laughs> I'm going to your... make moves like that just to make a point. You know what I mean? <laughs> just that's to... what your daughter did to me this weekend. Harper likes the top bunk. She wakes up and, uh, Buttercup is right beneath her, and she <laughs> tells you she's up, right? She, sometimes I one. would just open my eyes, and she'd be right in my face, like leaning yeah, over. She's got the curtain open. Yeah, her foot was in my face one time. <laughs> yeah, I love that she had her hands like going under the little hole. Like She yeah. set her, her alarm. Uh, so Harper, uh, we had fall break. Uh, Harper and Laura came on the road with me, and we – so Harper would – I mean, she was just not going to bed till midnight because it's <laughs> – you know, it's all on a bus. She loves being that t- the top bunk. It's a fun trip. And uh, she would set her alarm for 7 a.m. because she wants to get up and then have time in the bus. But she's got, she needs sleep. And like the good dad I am, I would, once she goes to bed, I climb up there. I take her, she has a little iPad and I would take that alarm off. And the next day I go, what time did you wake up? She's looked at me so mad. <laughs> she goes, 9.50 because someone turned my alarm off. <laughs> and I go, did they? wonder who did that uh that's like you do that when it's like christmas and you're like i was waiting for santa claus well santa came three hours ago yeah you know yeah i don't know what happened (laughs) leah isabella aaron's face when nick said that Krispy Kreme probably had dairy because of the cream should be on the next t-shirt for the podcast (laughs) you could see him trying to figure out if it's worth arguing or if he should just let y'all have it (laughs) which is the podcast in a nutshell i think that is true yeah aaron's like a scientist that you're you know the answer but you're having to watch us 
I don't even think it's that he's that smart. It's just that we're so dumb that it makes him look smart in comparison. We well, went to Notre Dame. I believe that. I don't know. You went to Notre Dame. It's pretty great. Did you get a scholarship in Notre Dame? No. You look uh, like you're wearing a Northwestern hat today, though. Oh, yeah. This is uh, some random school. School. Yeah. I don't know why you think Northwestern, but. It's purple. Uh, with tigers. <laughs> yeah, it says tigers on it. <laughs> Northwest Wildcats. It's kind of the same thing, right? They're the same family. They're known for. Madonna gone. <laughs> Texas Hold Me Girl. TX Hold Hold em Girl. Peggy is my name. Don't even bother letting Nate try to pronounce my handle. Too I'd late. already tried it. Too late, <laughs> Peggy. Peg, you could do an entire show of Nate trying to read. People think the best part of the podcast is the comments. In reality, the best part is hearing Nate try his best to read the comments. And also, I agree with whoever said, get Brock a hat. It looks like a secret club that he got left out of, and he's very worried about it. Uh, Some of us are trying to look professional. Guy. I've debated not like being a hat garage guy anymore. Yeah. I still like a hat. I st- I'm, I'm just in the habit of it, but I, I some days don't, like, don't want to wear a hat anymore. On stage or just in life? I don't ever wear it on stage. Yeah. I've, I've wore one. On, I mean, I've honestly, there's a handful of times I've wore a hat on stage. Everybody thinks I wear a hat on stage. I've never worn one on stage. I wear it immediately off stage. But I never did it because you don't want the shadows covering your yeah. eyes. Yeah. My eyes are, that's what sells your jokes, man. You got to have your face. And you got yours, you know, your eyes yeah. covered down. <laughs> yeah. Imagine the laughs you could get if people could see those eyes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Steve Keck, I can't imagine this being your objective, but the animals episode turned me vegetarian. <laughs> Knowing how smart pigs are made me reevaluate everything, and I don't like the idea of eating something that experiences fear walking into a slaughterhouse. Well, sorry you're gone, Steve, because we <laughs> ate pig right after that. Uh, no. I had I, a lot I, of pig this weekend. We did. Uh, I get it. I feel like I could be vegetarian. I can somehow get in some weird thing that I'll end up like something would click in my head and I couldn't get it out and then I would end up switching. Right now I don't have that yet, but yeah. I could see. This comment see did that happen. for you. You're like No, Steve hasn't got me yet. I feel like I feel worse if the pig was brave. Yeah. You know, then it, that's like a admirable trait. Yeah. Oh, the like if he He says he doesn't like that experience his fear, fear, but if it was brave. All right. Be let's for move it. on. <laughs> uh, yeah, you wanted Aaron to talk more, did you? <laughs> you go, uh, do yeah, you like that feel? <laughs> <laughs> Madeline, uh, Madeline Brish in that hand. <laughs> Aaron's fun fact that only three words in the English language start with DWs. Incorrect. His source was West Wing because Jed Barlett says it. Aaron, I think you need to use better sources than fiction TV shows. For example, dwarf, dwell, dwindle, dwine, dwam, dwarfism, <laughs> dwelling, and dwelt. My source, the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. I feel like she kind of threw Boom. dwarf out there a bunch. Like there was she like said uh, different angles, dwarfing. Uh, but that's, I mean, that is what it's blown from. up. Dude. I'll be honest, that is what it's from. Ooh. That's a line from uh, season oh, man, one, episode Madeline. six. I might have might fly Madeline of the in. West Wing. But I will <laughs> say, look, a lot of these words are just derivatives of the same word: dwell, dwelling, dwelt. That's all. Dwindle, dwine, dwam. Dwam is not a word. I I uh, I think Madeline disagrees. Well, I trust Aaron Sorkin. DWs uh, are hard to say generally. Yeah, yeah. like Daryl Walter. That's why you know. I mean, I I said it last week, but it's the dwarf is hard for me to say. Yeah, and it's like 
Could you imagine dwarf. also being named like Dwayne? Dwayne is a Scottish word used in the Northeast. Oh, Scottish words. If we're bringing in other countries, I'm sure there are a ton. We're talking about America here, dude. Dwayne. All right, we're going to have uh, Aaron and Madeline go at it head <laughs> or head. You're in the Krispy Kreme challenge of naming <laughs> DW words. <laughs> it won't take long. There's only three. Um, Alex Spears. Someone explain to me why Barstool looks like a toddler <laughs> and a senior citizen at the same time. <laughs> that is, that's a pretty good. That one. was a good toddler and a senior citizen. But we only had somebody say you look twenty and forty. I feel like you just. Like, yeah, but oh. yours is meaner and funnier. <laughs> yeah, and that's that was, what makes it great. It's yeah. definitely meaner. Uh, that was uh, three English words begin with DW: dwarf, dwell, and dwindle. There you go. Yeah, I'm still Madeline. Team Madeline. Uh, BSF125, love the podcast. This may come as a shock, but I think you guys misunderstood something when it came to the eye patches. Pirates are storming ships, so they don't get to choose where to fight. Fight happens wherever they find someone on the ship. When they first get to the ship, the fight is on the deck in the sunlight, but there may be more crew in the hull of the boat. If a pirate kills the people on the deck, they may then have to enter the hull to see if there's more crew to fight there. If they are blind entering the dark hole, they could be killed immediately by anyone inside. Before the pirate's eyes adjust, the person inside would have been there a while, so wouldn't have the same problem. By the way, I don't know anything about pirates. This is just what makes sense, given the info on hand. Keep up the good work, fellas. (laughs) That's, I mean, I was in. I was like, oh, wow. This This sounded like a doctor and pirate. We have a pirate guy right here. By the way, I don't know anything about pirates. I love that. It makes sense. That's the spirit of this show. That's that's what we want. Yeah. This guy could do this. The guy's talking so confidently yeah. that at the end he's like, I have no idea what I'm talking about. Guys <laughs> just makes sense in my head uh, <laughs> why they did that. Uh, all right. Good for him. J uh, Stu72. There's zero chance that Nate and Aaron survive being marooned. What? Benchmark might survive. The look on his face leads me to believe he has considered every possible tragedy and he is mentally prepared. <laughs> uh, that's here's here's the you you might have uh, you, uh, you've 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 considered every possible strategy, but I think you're you, you the possibility. I think your world is smaller than people think. I don't think you've <laughs> you've only lived here. You have no what experiences do you have? I was in Louisville and Charlotte, North Carolina there this weekend. Go. I mean, borderline when we first got on the road was fifth time he's ever flown. No, I don't know if that's true, but. Uh, You're not a big flyer before. No, I'd fly about once a year before we went on the road. Uh, so not much. Yeah. So you think your travels? I think my pre- experience that would prepare you more to be. I think I have a lot more information to information to. So when the plane goes down and crashes, that's somehow going to help you because you've been <laughs> on that plane a lot. Just no, makes if I no make sense. it, be like I've been to Des Moines, so I can if lasso I survive, this tree. Yeah, if I make it, I think I have a lot more. I think experience experience is a is a gigantic thing to have. Yeah. Jay Larson commented, you would survive for five days and then you'd be gone. You guys are, I'm going to do it. Y'all eat Krispy Kreme donuts. I'm going to be on an (laughs) Island. Uh, let's, let's see what happens. Uh, all right. Uh, Helix, uh, Helix mattress. Uh, we sleep on a mattress on the bus and, uh, I love it when I get back to get to my Helix mattress. Nick is on our Helix mattress. During this month, he loves it. I'm a big fan. Very comfortable. Helix Sleep has a quiz that takes two minutes and matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. Everybody's unique, and Helix knows that, so they have several different mattress models to choose from. They have soft, medium, and firm mattress. Mattress is great for cooling you down if you sleep hot, and even 
a Helix Plus mattress for plus size folks. <laughs> I took the Helix quiz. I was matched with Helix Dusk Luke's mattress, Lux mattress, because I wanted something that felt medium. And I'm a side sleeper. Always been a side sleeper. I like sleeping on my side. Do y'all sleep on your side? side? In my back. I do both. Uh, a little bit of both. I feel like I Sometimes. change every night. I change. I'm a side guy. I, I, I set it up. I love it. The <laughs> delivery was easy. Setting up was fast. As again, I've said before, the setting up was unbelievable. You take it out of that bag. Yeah. It's one of the, it's the best part of, I mean, the mattress is super comfortable. That's the best part. <laughs> yeah. But it's fun the second you get it. It really is crazy comfortable. Like, I love sleeping. You've been there. on it. Yeah, it's great. What if I were to bring it home with me, like on the plane through we're, TSA? We could, we could we could put it back in the bag. <laughs> Seal it up. We could put it back in the bag. I it think it'd be more you. fun to have not in the bag, and I try to bring it like and just you know with my bike. And just go in there and say, look, I have a bike the I need and this mattress. Helix is awesome, but you don't need to take my word for it. Helix was awarded the number one best overall mattress pick of 2020 and by GQ and Wired magazine. Just go to HelixSleep.com/slash/Nate. Take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. They have a 10-year warranty, and you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They're even pick it up if you don't love it. That's the best thing. You can try it for 100 nights. That's a good go. You get a really good go. 100 nights. And you're going to keep yeah. it, man. There's no way you're not. Helix is also offering up to $200, $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash Nate. Thank you, Helix Mattress. Uh, all right, before we get started with this uh, week's episode, uh, we are going to, uh, one thing I want to talk about, Bill Burr hosted SNL, and we watched it, and it was unbelievable. Uh, Burr did great. It was a big, big deal, man. I'm uh, obviously, you know, Bill, we're with All Things Comedy, and that's Bill and Al Madrigal, uh, but Burr, seeing Burr come, like, I, he's the guy to me that I've talked about on this. I got to watch him come up. Uh, I mean, he was above me, but I got to watch his success as he rose into now he's hosting SNL. And he did it, man. He The stand-up on it, I, I think it sets, it's great for stand-up comedians. For pure stand-up comedians, it's, we, we are the funniest. Burr was the funniest. You're not doing nothing better than him, man. Every sketch was better. Every everything was great, dude. Yeah. They, I I don't know if it's like the writing on the show gets like with a comic in the room. I'm I'm a obviously being a stand up comic, but stand up comedy is an amazing art form, and dudes are just the funniest, dude. And he was the best. He was he he absolutely killed it. Walked out, owned it. Uh, I mean, you know, it's like how do you not just he book murdered. that guy multiple times? Yeah. During, I mean, how do you not want that? You're not. It's just to start this SNL like that is just so good. And uh, it was just a huge thing to get to see that and uh, get to watch it. We all watched it on the bus mm -hmm. and being on the road and seeing a, a real stand-up comic, you know, do it. Someone that's not like, you know, I mean, Chris Rock is a real stand-up comic. He did, but Chris was on SNL. Mm -hmm. Chris did amazing. And then when you get to see like Burr pop up, it's like yeah. this dude This dude's just straight up comes out of his own world. That's what it's about. He's a stand-up. He's his own thing. But it's Bill Burr. Bill Burr is what is is his own thing. And now he's you're bringing him over, hosting this SNL, and it was uh, awesome. It was awesome to get to watch. Uh, also, one little qu quick lean to that, but it's uh, uh, to our producer Laura Bargetti. It's our anniversary today, oh. October thirteenth, which you'll be watching this on the fourteenth. But 
Happy anniversary. I'm Thank glad you. I'm here to ruin it for you. By no, your we house. love it. We love it. I've been on uh, Jason Day. Uh, past two years, I've been his in his anniversary. They've spent it with me. So <laughs> wow. two years in a row. One was their, their yes, last year was their 10-year anniversary. That's a big one. And it was at, yeah, that's a big one. They were at our house. <laughs> and this year we were together. Uh, but we love having you, Nick. Nick, happy anniversary to us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like. I, I've actually been at your house other anniversaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As a comic, you always end up celebrating. Laura does very good with, you know, Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is a big day to work. Mm-hmm. It's a great comedy night out. So we don't really get those together. Our, uh, and then also, like, her anniversary, she has to put up with not doing, you know, not getting on the exact day. But she d- pulls it in stride and happy anniversary. So, like, th- are the three of you going to do something romantic tonight? <laughs> Maybe. I got them flowers. Sleep oh. on our Helix mattress <laughs> together. Uh, <laughs> Everybody comes in. The dog, everyone. Yeah, we all fit on there. Uh, all right. This week, uh, you know, they're talking about, uh, what's she talking about? Imaginary people. Right? Yeah. Imaginary mentioned. friends. Imaginary friends. And uh, you know what? We're going to talk about that. Uh, this week, we're going to talk about hoaxes and urban legends. Uh, we have a joke of mine that actually fits with this story. We're going to play that. I think we can play this clip and it's not going to not be cut off. I think I, this clip, we have it on its own thing. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully that happens. We'll see if you don't see, if you can't hear it, then we somehow got cut off, but, uh, I think I own this clip. So we're good to go. I don't know. I'm a pretty dumb guy. <laughs> pretty dumb. It's fine. though. I don't know. I had, here's my, uh, proof. If you need, you don't need, and I don't think you need proof, but if you need it. Uh, my first job when I was 15, uh, I worked at, uh, in Nashville. Uh, Nashville used to have a theme park called Opulent Theme Park. So I worked there. And one day I was eating lunch, and this couple sits down, and we meet each other. And I was like, hey, my name's Nate. And they were like, uh, the guy goes, my, my name's John. This is my wife, Jane, and her last name is Doe. He was like, we're John and Jane Doe. And I was like blown away i was like are you serious dude i was like can you even do that and he's like we're doing it you know i don't know like blown away couldn't believe it cut to uh when i was 35 i was driving and i just started randomly thinking about meeting john and jane doe and i was like you know what i bet they were lying to me about that (laughs) that's how long it took 20 years for me to catch on, yeah, I bet they were lying to you about that. I even, I looked them up, I Googled them. I tried, and yeah, turns out uh, they were murdered. That's what I found out. And, you know, that's what you get for lying to kids. That's what happens. They still don't know who did it. John and Jane Doe. That was a real story. That really happened. Uh, worked at Opryland. Theme park. I remember being, I was at lunch and they were sitting across from me and then they told me. And I remember it. How old were you? a weird thing to do as a couple. Yeah. Uh, what if they were called John and Jane Doe? I, I mean, I had to be I mean, 15 or 16. I, my, my, Opryland was my first job. Uh, so whenever you could work, did you work 15? Yeah. I think I was 15. Because I think my parents, my mom dropped me off the first day and would pick me up. Uh, and then, man, it's quick you get a job at 15, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why do you think they, they just wanted to mess with you? I have no idea. Probably. I mean, you know, they, I mean, it could have been, they were kids, I and mean, they were probably 20. Yeah. So they could have been like, 
the guy's like, my name's John and Jane, my last name's Doe. And they're like, that's funny. And they, they could have even been like, oh, they didn't know that I would take it like, <laughs> I mean, this is my first job. I'm like talking to other coworkers. I've never done that. They're older than me. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, I, I, it took a long time for me to even remember that. Like when I thought of that as a joke, yeah, it just popped in. Like it was like something I was like, oh yeah, I got told that. I remember getting told that. But that's like a name too, or at least me. I would, I I probably wouldn't even find out in the end <laughs> that yeah. that was the. You know, well, I never found out for sure, but or I just, just even imagined. the John and Jane Doe that that is like those are fake names. Like I uh, feel like I would never. You know John Doe. You you know that they use that as a name though. Yeah. For like if they don't know a crime, like if they're. John and uh, John Doe was killed last night. Like they don't know the name of the person that got killed. Yeah. See, I didn't know that. Yeah. You just thought, don't name your kid John Doe because you are in trouble. If you're <laughs> in these these kids, these John Doe kids, it's a very common American name, and they never make it. They never make it. <laughs> Do you know that? Everybody knows that. Like, I'll tell you what. You know who has a rough in this country? That's who we need to be doing marches for. The John Doe's of the world that, that can't walk outside without getting shot. I mean, hundreds of them a day. No one talks about them. And the Janes. Yeah. Uh, Could you imagine naming your kid John Doe? I, I'm sure another? there's real names that are John Doe. Yeah. I'm sure there has to be. Some of his last names would be Doe. Yeah. If your last name is Doe, I've never met someone. I've never met anybody named Doe. I bet it's a name. I can't. I'm, I'm sure it is. Yeah, but I, it's, it's like not. a big, like ex, you know, high school linebacker, you know, or offensive lineman. John Downs. It's close. It's close. I will say, anytime I have to give my name at a restaurant or anything like that, I always I give a fake name. Yeah. Wow. Because I don't like saying my own name. I always have to repeat it. I, I give a fake. I name. give. Uh, I say Nathan. Nathan. A lot instead of Nate. Because when I say Nate, I I think I say it. They don't I have to say it multiple times. And if I can go Nathan, I can say it and like it just gets it easier. Yeah. You're not going to confuse that for anything. Yeah. For some reason, the older I get, people are starting to hear me say Mick instead of Nick. Yeah. They go, all right, Mick. I yeah. go, no, no, Nick. <laughs> Mick, we'll get you in a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's like this. I think you look like a Mick though. <laughs> yeah. I could see you being when, a Mick. Yeah, my... Mick is a guy that's gonna come up, you're like, I've been talking to Mick all day. Have you met Mick? <laughs> like you're and you're and you're talking to everybody. Yeah. You could be a Mick. This yeah. says there are real people deal. named John and Jane Doe. You you yeah. loved that we were in uh when the manager came up and was like, Well, good talking to you earlier. You're like, ah. <laughs> yeah, the hotel, that? the hotel, yeah. and uh, Nick will talk to everybody, man. Nick, Nick loves. <laughs> what did we when we were walking somewhere and you go? I would have asked him. I like asking him. Like Nick loves asking questions <laughs> and then getting like he just wants to walk into wherever he goes and goes. Oh, do you want to ask some questions about that? We need. Do we need questions answered? <laughs> Nick's wonderful because Nick will. He loves talking to him. He's gonna talk to him anyway. Yeah. So you might as well give him a task. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you might as well get something out of yeah. it. Yeah. No matter what, we're gonna wait for him to talk to everybody. So I might as well throw, hey, ask uh, ask where the bathroom's at as well. Uh-huh. You know, just so we know where it's at. <laughs> so we can get something, you know, at least I get some information about it. Do you talk on flights, Nick, to people oh, next I'm, to you? I'm a big like I'll talk to somebody that looks like they're working and I'm like, <laughs> so what do you do? You know? <laughs> like a, I'm like, a flight attendant. Yeah. I have a flight attendant, you know. <laughs> I'm the pilot. That's why I'm up front with the pilot stuff. Why there. are you in oh, here? I'm, I'm How definitely... long have you been doing that? You will you flying this plane? You're not flying this plane. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm flying it. Yeah. 
there's definitely times where I'll see somebody like throw a headphone on, you know, like, yeah, <laughs> start yeah. working. Oh, and start I'm like, like, because I'm like, I'll be like talking to him about yeah. stuff. If anybody was listening, Nick took his headphones off and back on just for the, because there's audio people and they yeah. might be like, oh, I'd like to see an act out of that. <laughs> well, you got to be a video watcher if you want to see the full act out of Nick, uh, headphones back off, back on. And then he did a little, uh, remember the, remember the sketch we did, uh, where we, we where it was like the words long time ago we were playing charades. Oh yeah, we have video of it and like Nick, it was a masseur, which is a man masseuse, man masseuse. <laughs> yeah, and so the word was masseur. So him acting it out, he just went <laughs> like so he did massage hands, but with going <laughs> and it's like we were like angry massage, and it was like no, it's man massage because a man doesn't mean err. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, that, was, I, the, that I, was the greatest. And ukulele. Yes, I remember. He started that. going. He started like playing like the flute. So yeah. the word is ukulele, and he keeps going <laughs> like he's doing a flute action with his hands. Yeah, and we're going flute, harmonica. We're like yelling all that stuff, and it, he'd get frustrated. And he goes, and then he does the same. Like when we when we didn't get it, it was him going back to the same exact thing. When you see someone do charades, they always like you always end up doing that. Like yeah. or if they're Pictionary, they're drawing. And they're like, no, that's not it. And then they just draw the same thing again and then tap at it, point at the same thing. I was so convinced that a ukulele <clears throat> was is up there. Like something. Not maybe not a flute, but in the family. You know? Yeah. And when he gets back, he goes, when we get done, he goes, ukulele. And Big J goes, You mean like the little guitar thing? And he goes, Ah, yeah, never mind. I was way off. Uh, there was no way you were getting it. You're holding like a violin almost. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. violin. Yeah. yeah, violin. We we could have maybe at least got into the ukulele family with violin. <laughs> Uh, what about hoaxes? Uh, there's been a ton of them. I talked about uh, hoaxes like uh, Mantau Te- Manti Teo was a, a big hoax, right? Yeah. I have yep. a joke about that. Yeah, Manti Teo was a, uh, a crime museum museum we went to this weekend. Went to uh, in Dollywood, uh, which I'm. This is a joke. I think I'm going to do if people they talk about stand up being in the act. I think I can put this, so I won't do the whole thing. But we went to Alcatraz, this crime museum, and uh, took a uh, Harper. Eight years old to a crime museum, and it's uh, it don't. Last night I hear crying. Her and uh, Laura, Laura's trying to get her to sleep, and I just hear bawling. And I go in, and she's all she's thinking about is, I mean, it is just a straight up. Yeah, it is a big crime museum that yeah. goes into very much detail. I was scared in the yeah. middle of the night. It's a lot. I woke up and was like, it's a lot. We why when we walked in, it's like everything's fine, and then it was just not fine. Don't they have like John Wayne Gacy's clown suit there? I mean, oh yeah, killer stuff. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, it does. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, but I yeah, I'm gonna try try it on, try it on stage. But Manti, so they had Manti Teo in there because they had like that kind of stuff, and I had a joke about Manti Teo. But Manti Manti Teo had a girlfriend. Remember, there's the big hoax. Big Notre Dame guy. Yeah. Right? This is what you guys did. This is yeah, what everybody knows you guys I was in the thick from. of this, dude. You not, were in the thick of it? Not really. He played was, the girlfriend. That's yeah. right. I was Lene Kakua. Were you in school when this happened? This was my junior year. Yeah. Junior that year. this happened. So my roommate was on the football team. Yeah. And I remember we're watching ESPN and this story comes on. Wow. And he immediately says, this is nonsense. Because I talked to this girl on the phone. 
Wow. So he believed. So he was like, "That's his is- gut reaction was this is nonsense." Yeah. Uh, I know Manti. I talked to her on the phone at yeah. one, just in passing, like in the locker room, like, "Oh, yeah. my girlfriend says hi." Talk so to did her. he yeah. never meet her? Never met never her. It was like her. it was just an online uh, relationship. Yeah. And so then you know we're watching. We're like, "This is crazy." And then just throughout the day, everything just kind of yeah. collapses. It was crazy. Yeah. It was wild. And, and this she was-, was supposedly in Hawaii. She was um California, wasn't California. It? Yeah, he's yeah. from Hawaii. Yeah. Um this is a week after we lost the national championship game too. So this is like a mm. this two week stretch is like everything's falling apart yeah. at Notre Dame. It's all Notre oh, Dame. Oh, I thought it happened all before bad. the national championship. No. He he had kind of found out what was going on. He found out at the Heisman ceremony actually. Mm-hmm. That's a crazy part of the yeah. story. Yeah. Wow. But it didn't but, come out publicly till after. No, not till a week after they show like the it, photo uh, of the real person. Was he trying to get yeah. her to come to the Heisman thing? He's probably trying to get her to come. Like, hey, I'm going to maybe win the Heisman. And well, she she had already died by that point. Oh, she died. That's and he's right. At this is the story that I've heard. I think I've heard him talk about it. He's at the Heisman ceremony, and during a commercial break, he gets a phone call. Yeah, from her. Yeah, who he thinks is dead. Wow. Wait, how so, did she die? So do the do the man do the quick run through the Manti tale. Yeah, yeah, sure. Just a brief over. Do you know it? Yeah, yeah. do you know it? Uh, it? Brian's got the information yeah. in front of him. You can, yeah, do it. So basically, uh she had cancer and uh or at least that's what she told him. Manti right? was a linebacker for Notre Dame. Big time linebacker. Yeah. Great. One of the best. Was it right? Well, Lost in all for, of this. Yeah. It's like he's one of the best college football players ever. Yeah, he won every award except the Heisman. So yeah. Tails and, and his parents on December 26th, day after Christmas. That's nice. They waited. Uh, <laughs> found out that he'd been a victim of what appeared to be a hoax. Someone using a fictitious name apparently ingratiated herself with Teo. The school said. Um, uh, in the early morning, December 26th, Manti called his coaches to inform them while he was in attendance in the ESPN award show in Orlando. He received yeah. a phone call from a number he recognized at, with Lenny Kakua. When he answered it, it was a person whose voice sounded like the same person he had talked to who told him that she was, in fact, not dead. Manti was very unnerved by that, as you might imagine. So at first he thought she was at, still his girlfriend, still real, but actually alive. I like no, this at an ESPN think, award show. It gets yeah. so it's the Heisman. Heisman. It's the Heisman. It's the Heisman. Yeah. It's the biggest thing in the world. Right. That is such a non-sports person article written. Uh, they were doing some ESPN. I don't know. It's like a game show, award yeah, show, like, like a, something they get like some trophies or something. Football gala. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Something where like a lot of the guys that are well, the better a, guys, I think, this is meet ES, up together ESPN and article. they do something. It was is a it, super it's contest. A long, they do something like that. It's a meeting that, you know, I don't know. I think it's on TV. I think they show it at a, it's, I mean, it's the whole, the whole Heisman's the biggest thing on earth. I know. Man. And it's like just, I mean, there's commercials. There's, I mean, it's unbelievable. There's the trophies famous. Yeah. Uh, it was, uh, so this is, yeah. So he, just to set the stage a little bit, he, so his, his girlfriend died and his grandmother died on the same day. Yep. His real grandmother. His real grandmother died, yeah. and and then his girlfriend died on the same day. And this became a national story because he went out and played and had like a great game. Yeah. And then that becomes just a story that people talk about all season. Yeah. That this great player on an undefeated team overcame these two losses in his life. Yeah. Um. So you know she's dead, and then he gets a call from her at the Heisman ceremony saying, I think she answers, and she's like, I'm on the run from drug dealers, and he's just like, I. I can't yeah. talk about this right now. 
That's crazy. Like, I'm wow. about. They're about to come back from yeah. commercial break. Yeah. Bizarre. Yeah. So, and so, did they ever catch like this woman? Th- this is why too. Leave your, leave your phone off. I know. Yeah. If you're in a, if you're in a big moment like that, <laughs> just leave. Give your phone to your mom and say, "Hey, hold on to this. I just want to stay in this moment and enjoy this moment." Yeah. That's crazy to be a commercial. Hello. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> like just to be. It's dude. like your like car. You're, you're in the middle of the Heisman. God. Can you imagine? Yeah. So they you know they caught the guy who did it. Yeah, a guy named Renaya Tuasasopo. Yeah, and he He's, was talking to her in just a girl voice. He claims to be. Her, he would, he they yeah. would talk for hours and hours every night. They'd fall asleep talking to each other on the phone. It turns out it was this guy. He's also a Hawaiian guy. Yeah. But would he change his voice? Like he's an he unbelievable would. actor. He would. And this, and but some people d- don't think it was him because on Doctor Phil, he refused to replicate that voice. Yeah. He's like, I can't do it with the cameras going. So I don't know what he was doing to well, get that, that voice could, going. Yeah. So maybe that's pretty so it's kind of fun that it maybe it's still the guys the other person's yeah, still out there yeah. but I could also see that too to be like what if he's got to be in some crazy character mindset yeah. that he's in like he's in his room like hello like <laughs> you know and he's got a and it would be super embarrassing to do yeah. on TV with a live audience like in a world where he's like dude I can't like it's in like you know there's what if he just nailed it though and he just is like unbelievable on oh, if he does it, if you listen like, to the audio he's an actor and like he like, becomes like the jim carrey yeah. all of a sudden like it's like switches yeah. character if, if you hear the audio and there's some clips out there that that he released i mean you would just never in a million years think it was a guy would he release voicemails or you something? Release some voicemails yeah do you, do you see if you can find the voicemails yeah. there uh so you would yeah, so they would. He would just have some. God, that's crazy. I, I the joke I had about Manti Teo, which I have this exact joke, was was defending him and the fact yeah. that yeah, like it's like because everybody made fun, like they make fun of him, and you're like, dude, everybody could fall for this. How right? And especially in college, like yeah. I don't, I never did online dating, but I'd imagine everything you're you have relationships in a world where mm-hmm. they do become real, and you don't ever really meet this person until probably towards the end. And then once you look into like the extreme lengths this guy went to 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 Make lie it. to Manti, he he found this girl and he used her picture mm-hmm. and then he actually reached out to the girl in the picture and got her to send specific pictures with like words on a he he you know. Wow. Why like, did he do it? What's that? Why did he do it? I don't know. He didn't he's trying to get he, money. He's asked about. I mean, it's you know, why do any of these people do anything? But he didn't know. These... He didn't know Mantateo. No, was, he was didn't he know him personally. In love with Mantateo. That's that's part of what they talk about on Doctor Phil. He's like, I mean, I think maybe I don't know. I'm confused about everything. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Play here's a here's a voicemail sample. Hi, I'm just letting you know, I got here and I'm getting ready for my first session. And I just want to call you and keep you posted. I miss you. I love you. Bye. I mean, uh, I mean, I could see a dude being that voice. Hello. Yeah. But now yeah. that it's in your mind, but if you had just heard that, you'd have been like, that's a woman, right? Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I'm saying like, I could see that a guy, it's not like she's going 
like he's having to go so so feminine yeah like he's kind of in that middle like in your head you're thinking that's going to be like the voice of like Kristen bell from like frozen (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah i mean i don't think it's like you know i don't think he's doing too much hello but it seems like he wouldn't have to get in some big acting for that it just hello yeah you know i'm doing that for hours and hours every night (laughs) hey this is uh (laughs) julie (laughs) how you doing (laughs) How'd the game go last time? You guys, you guys look like you were, did a real good job down there. Just having yeah. the opposite of I go the opposite. You would wait no, you'd know way too much sports facts. I know that's great, man. Hey, what's the what was the uh, over under? Right? <laughs> what happened? You think you guys have to kick that field goal? And he's like, I don't know. Maybe he sounds more feminine than me. Like, all right, man, I'll, I'll hit you up tomorrow, bro. Good to see you. That'd be great to be. That's the if we'd have heard those voicemails. Yeah. That would have been the best. Those sound legit. So Man Tanteo, like, I mean, I get falling for it. But if he goes, I got the voicemails and he plays it, and it's like, uh, Manti, what's up? How you doing? Uh, really miss you a lot right now. I love you. Uh, love the flowers that you sent me. I got them. I put them on my table. Uh, anywho, and it just he keeps going. Uh, you guys think you're going to cover? But what's the defense look like against uh, Penn State? They seem like they got a good couple corners the nickel they've been running the nickel quite a bit and he's like oh this, this girl knows all about football and she loves what i do like he's just even falling more in love with it i love that i love that it's like the world's greatest bookie you know yeah like it's just, just like doing it it's also comes out that it's like i and it's like the creator of bovada and he's like look i really want i read the long snappers had a cold is that true because I, I mean i'm putting a lot of money on this and i need to know is everybody healthy just real specific you know yeah. Uh that's funny. Uh what's some other big hoaxes that they've had? Uh well like one of the biggest ones, have you heard there's a sucker born every minute? That phrase? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. So um that comes from the early nineteen hundreds. How many babies are born a minute? If a sucker's born every minute, <laughs> is there mm. I guess there's got you know, it's like what is it, a one lot. out of a hundred? That's a good thousand? What's, what's your guess? How many babies are born a minute? In the world? That's- uh, yeah, let's do worldwide. Worldwide, I mean, world 000. is crazy. Yeah, hundred thousand every minute. I, I'm gonna say. Uh, I think that's a lot. I'm I think eighty five thousand a minute. I, I I think it's much lower. Ten thousand. Well, you're yeah. I mean, what are your? <laughs> I mean, you would be. You're already Manti already reading. Yeah. Is this? Are you real? <laughs> and you're like you're changing your answers a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you going a hundred or ten thousand? I'm gonna go a hundred thousand. Well, Worldwide, hundred thousand babies are born every minute. You got to realize there's so many minutes. <laughs> so look at the actual. Hold on. I, don't, I haven't lot. looked yet. That's a lot. I haven't looked yet. I haven't looked yet. I don't think. I said it's lower. I think it's lower. I have not looked at the number. How much yet. lower? I, I mean, I was going to say, I mean, a thousand, maybe if not eighty. That's not bad. Yeah. Fifty-three. Yeah. Two hundred fifty-six. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say a hundred. Hundred thousand. Two hundred fifty-six. Yeah. I said 85,000. So There's you a know, lot of misinformation going around. Here. Hey, one of us went to Notre Dame. One of us did not. Because <laughs> I'm a I'm the guy I learned from the streets. You're to your egghead. I You're know. sitting here <laughs> yeah. looking at the data. I mean, why don't you add up 85,000 babies a minute? Dude, we would have so many people. Overpopulation would be a straight Didn't up higher than that. That is kind of crazy. Every no, 10 he minutes, said 100,000. Oh. Every 10 minutes, that'd be a million. He said 100,000 people. No, he, I. I, I didn't know. I mean, truly. what do you? You said a hundred thousand. What do you like? You go hundred thousand. Yeah, but and I'm, then I go. There's I'm no way, dude. Met, and you go ten thousand. I mean, that's like you... three hundred fifty. I think ten thousand is even. You yeah. said a hundred thousand. No, 
You, you're, why do you keep saying no? I said it, but now I'm backtracking. <laughs> I know, but you go 100,000. And I go, that's crazy. And then he jumped in 85. He, he thought, <laughs> that is crazy, Nick, you lunatic. 85,000. He, he just that's tried what to, Aaron said. What he tried oh. to do is prices right me. Like, I let did, me just go yeah. like uh, 10 cents lower. Should well, Nick, that's one. Just, Nick, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. But I was, I was convincing because he went 85,000. Yeah, I know. Nick, what are you, yeah. an idiot? 100,000? You should get lead the podcast. 85,000. <laughs> uh, I was going to go 100, and then I thought, well, that's got to be more than that. So I said 1,000 was my low. 256 is the answer. That's 2016 data, so maybe it's one up, Nick. So maybe it's, been, maybe it's up to... Ooh. You know what? Yeah, let me know when you get the 2020 yeah. data, okay? Yeah. All right, all right. Uh, Nick said 100,000. <laughs> so 256, so all right. What is all right. it? So uh, the cart- so one out of a, you got a, a one out of a two hundred fifty six chance to be a sucker. sucker. Yeah. So basically, this, the Cardiff Giant is one of the most famous hoaxes in American history, and it happened in Cardiff, New York. So this guy got in this argument with this preacher. This preacher was saying in the Bible it said there were giants that roamed the earth at one time, and he was thought I'm just going to mess with them. So he created this petrified ten foot tall man mm-hmm. and buried it. He had some help, but buried it like in the back of a yard and then waited some time and then got some well diggers to come. And they're like, oh, look what we found, a petrified man that's 10 feet tall. And it became this big thing, and they started charging money for it. People came all over around the world to see this, what they thought was a real petrified giant. And then P.T. Barnum was so into it, he asked to... That's Nick's favorite guy. P.T. Barnum? P.T. Barnum. Is is that not the guy? Who's the, the... I thought you know a lot about P.T. Barnum. Or who do you know I about? Mean, I know P.T. Barnum. Yeah. I don't know if he's like you your know favorite him? guy. I don't know if little people are like, that guy, the circus guy, that's who our hero. Say, well, who did you say you like? Did you <laughs> talk about, like, uh, you read his book or something? Barnum, Barnum maybe I'm thinking that. Bailey? Barnum, are you, like, talking about <laughs> something completely guy? Barnum different? Barnum and Bailey. Barnum and Bailey? Is that? I, I didn't read. I'm from Connecticut, though, where he's, uh, he P.T. Barnum lived in. Did you do a movie you with him it. or about him? Or? I didn't get that movie. Thanks for bringing it up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're Maybe like, because you weren't a fan. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about the Hugh Jackman movie? That- the Hugh Jackman movie. Yeah. I thought you just <clears throat> mentioned to me this weekend that you liked someone with like a name like that, Barnum or Barnum, you know, something. I, I'm like, that's don't like turn a on me wildly just you off. Said, don't get mad at me because <laughs> like, you said 100,000. That's yeah. what I feel like. You're mad at me because you said 100,000. Now you're bailing on me. I'm, I'm and when we get done with the you. show, you're going to go, by the way, I'm a big people. Obviously, I'm a big people. Like, I, yeah, I actually live in his old house. You know? Yeah. I'm going to bring the Helix mattress to the PT Helixmattress.com <laughs> slash Nate. Well, uh, PT Barnum offered $50,000 for the giant. And when they refused, he hired someone to create a plaster replica. He just started displaying that saying, this is the real giant. There's his fake. And it worked because people are like, oh, okay. They believe. So then... Um, See, that's-, that's the best. You could do all that before social media. If you were yeah. really great at working a room in a crowd, the original, like even newspapers weren't... He he would get people there and just kind of go on this crazy so thing. So he wouldn't let people touch it. Uh, probably not. And then that's why he wouldn't sell for 50000 because he's like, it's over if, if I sell it. Um. I don't know. I think he just was making so much money himself. Oh, okay. People coming Charging. around to see it. Yeah, that he's yeah, like, yeah. no, no way. And yeah. then 50,000 in 1869 is a ton of money. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So then, um, the phrase, there's a sucker born it's about a every- hundred thousand now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a sucker born every minute is reference to spectators paying to see Barnum's giant. Oh, wow. 
It's That's crazy. Right. They were yeah. both fake. Yeah. I think they the first guy sued P.D. Barlow <laughs> saying, you can't show this is fake. But they were both fake. They are both fake. How did they eventually find out? Did they? Uh, they went to court, and then the judge, the guy finally had to judge confess. judge goes, let me just touch it. Yeah. And he's like, ah, Because huh. he probably wouldn't let anybody touch it or get near it. You just looked at it from a distance. The original Cardiff Giant is currently on display at the Farmer's Market. I'm sorry, not Farmer's Market. <laughs> <laughs> farmers, That'd be great. Farmer's Museum in Cooperstown, New York. I, I think it should be at the Farmer's Market. Be like, you need eggs? Yeah. Or look at that giant. Yeah. It's crazy that we're still paying to go see it. Yeah, I, I mean that's a, it's a made up thing that we're all like, what an idiot! And I'm gonna go pay. I'll go to Cooperstown and pay whatever it costs to go look at it. Yeah. I yeah. feel like you that's would bring insane. us there before you bring us to the Baseball Hall of Fame, though. I would, I would go see this. I think this would yeah. be fun. I think yeah. I have a better chance of getting a story out of that museum than I do a yeah. baseball museum. Yeah. If I'm looking for material, I'm definitely gonna, that. That's got a way better chance. Yeah. Than going to the. I wonder what the man- I'll go to both. What's the management team of that museum like? <laughs> like still like it's like a family legacy where they keep- What's weirdly, I think I read something about it. he's seven feet tall, the guy that owns it. <laughs> no. Yeah. How crazy is that? That's, that's why that's why he did it. That's great. That's yeah. why he did the giant thing. They're all giants that run this yeah. museum. <laughs> it's like a It's a big family. That's how they got into it. Because they would always get told they were giants. This sounds there. like a Billy Crystal movie. You know, like he's do you ever see that? My giant? Oh, I was supposed to say, which movie are you talking about? Yeah. He was a movie about it. Yeah. About him being George, a giant? George Marison was in it. Big George Who's Marison it? Oh, fan. and, and ben, he's, he's, he, what is that? Uh, I don't have no idea. Uh, he's Billy Crystal's Friend. giant. Yeah. And they go there and it's like, Eastern Europe, my giant. You know, he's like, yeah. he goes around the town with him. Yeah. All right. Uh, Can we share some more? Yeah. Do All right. Hoax. War of the Worlds. That's the one that maybe most people think about. Uh, about this the movie? great. Yeah. Well, it was a movie, but it's a real life thing. Orson Welles did a radio play back in the 19, uh, 1930s, and um, he did one about Martians attacking Earth. Yeah. And they say at the beginning of the episode that that this is just a play, it's not real, it's whatever, blah, blah, blah. But everyone was tuned to another station at the time, <laughs> <laughs> uh, listening to a ventriloquist, which is very funny that you're listening to yeah. a, uh, <laughs> ventriloquist. Uh, so no one heard the disclaimer that this isn't real. Then once the ventriloquist is done, everyone flips over to this and is freaking out because they're like they're attacking Chicago, St. Louis. The National Guard's been wiped out. People are fleeing the big cities. And then people really did start fleeing and freaking out and uh, started calling, begging police for gas masks, requesting their power be shut off so the aliens wouldn't see them. And some people were treated for shock at the hospital. <laughs> wow. Um, that's great. So this, so they just missed. That's crazy. So they just missed the uh, the Dis- announcement. The disclaimer, yeah. Hey, this isn't real. Mm-hmm. And then they just hear complete terror. Yeah. It's, it's a, it was like a newsman, folks. Here's yeah. the latest. St. Louis has been destroyed. Yeah. It says a woman ran into a church in Indianapolis during the evening service proclaimed, New York has been destroyed. It's the end of the world. Prepare to die. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. When CBS got wind of the hysteria, Orson Welles went on the airs himself to remind listeners that this was was fiction. The FCC investigation found no wrongdoing, but networks agreed to be more cautious regarding programming going forward. I wonder what's the, how many people this was that, you know. It sounds like a lot of people. Sounds like a lot of people. 
what the greatest thing about it is Orson Welles has, I believe he had that great voice, right? Didn't yeah. he have like a I don't good, think like, so. go you could, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm Orson Welles. He had like a great Orson Welles kind of voice. Yeah. But what if he just like really like was like, look, I'm, I'm not on today, guys. He's like, by the way, it's not real. Like he just yeah. kind of like, he just like whispered very like whispered that. And then everybody's like, oh my God. Yeah. It's in this topic of this is not real. What is, I mean, how, how many people didn't hear that? I always thought that with uh, in war, you know, when they stop, like Civil War, when it's over, there's guys in the mountains. I mean, how long does it take from when it's like, hey, we're done mm-hmm. to just a guy that's the farthest away mm-hmm. from yeah. it being over? I remember reading about a, a, a group of Japanese mm-hmm. soldiers. Yeah. Yeah, and it on was an island, right? On an island, yeah, wow. and it was decades, right, before it, and they just thought the war was still till recently, till two thousand. I mean, it was yeah. just recently. Yeah, uh, I've been to there. Oh, really? I went. I went to there. Look up the exact date. It was they got the guy. I mean, I honestly think it was five years ago or ten, maybe fifteen years ago, where the guy has been in this. Everybody this that would guy come, came to Nate's show. He was like, look. Yeah, he bought tickets. You're my enemy, but goes, I want to. Uh, is that him? Yeah. So he died in 1997, <sighs> so not five years ago. <laughs> uh, but it was, it was. I want to say it was, uh, I think this is him. Japanese for hiding on Guam. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Jungle uh, of Guam, 26 years after U.S. forces had regained control of the island in 1944. So way off on the years. It was this, 26 years is pretty crazy though it's it's crazy and they and he just thought the war was oh he thought the war so anybody that mm-hmm. would come talk to him he just thought they were an enemy yeah and so he stayed hidden and you know it's like he just thought i think he's yeah maybe saw americans too and thought well they took over they used to do a bunch of weird stuff at guam they had they had they didn't want uh when america was gonna take over they would have people walk off cliffs because they they said that america was going to kill your family if they caught you, so oh. they would they would get them, and they would there's a cliff that they would just have everybody just walk off and commit to. Like it'd be better to die that way than to give yourself to the Americans. Wow! And they would have them just go right walk off crazy families sad. Uh, so, yeah, it was 1972. 1972. We we also showed that exhibit yesterday to Harper and the. Uh... <laughs> I explained it to Harper. I go, they uh, kids who just fall off yeah. cliffs. Anyway, good night. I love you. I just don't want to go to bed. Like, I mean, she. Oh, you watch anything? The Dracula movie. I think. What she get tired? Uh, vampires maybe one night. It's like all kinds of stuff, man. And then they just go lay in there, and she's in our bed. Uh, but yeah, it's tough. Uh, where's she now? Uh, I don't know. We haven't seen her since last night. Uh, <laughs> I, I thought I heard somebody leave in the yeah. middle of the night. She's in school. You're a car startup. Uh, what? Uh, have you? Uh, yeah. Has anybody had a hoax? Lucy was telling me. Is she gonna tell? She's fine. I, yeah. Telling? She she got almost got scammed pretty bad like two days ago. Two days ago, Lucy, yeah. Aaron's fiance, still still. Yeah, I hope yeah, yeah. well, she's this, not going to do it. This was uh, this really made me question things, but yeah, I didn't. But yeah, she got she got a phone call saying that her identity had been stolen, mm-hmm. that it was involved in a drug ring in El Paso, Texas. And in order to verify her information, she had to wire money to somebody. Yeah. And she almost she, she almost, almost did it. Wow. She almost did it. Yeah. Pretty close to doing yeah. it. 
I, I would get it. You know what? I had someone steal my identity in uh, Las Vegas. and had the Las Vegas police call me. Yeah. And like they would send me emails. But I think it was real. Like the guy goes, we found everything so on this. Him some he money. Knew, I think the guy knew my information. And he's like, we found it all through this. No, I was never asked to send money. But he goes, we found all this information on this person. This, this person, they arrested someone that has just collects people's information. I was one of the people of the information that they collected. And then, so they had all this. I had to find that email. And like the guy, uh, I didn't know what it was. I mean, I think I had my, I like showed it. I showed it to my agent or something. Like I showed it to someone to be like, am I crazy? Is yeah. this like yeah. not being, uh, and it was like, it, 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 but it was the, the, the person that just had my information and uh, I, just, I never had to send money. It was like, I was just answering questions, mm -hmm. but I was never like, you know, confirming or anything. It was yeah. straight up him telling me that they found this person with all this information. Yeah. I think it happens pretty insane amount now, like through Twitter and through other things mm -hmm. where people are, you know, creating, I, I, I know I've been like, even by friends, I mean, you have in your act like multiple times where you're tricking yeah. me and doing the, I'm like the perfect target because I'm, I'm very trusting. Yeah. yeah. So you think giants own that place? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had the best, uh, Clint had, had a great hoax on me. Yeah. You know, where he, uh, a very good friend of mine that this is like, uh, one of the best pranks of all time. This is you know, we're going yeah. back 15 yeah. years. You better hope this story is amazing because yeah. you're setting it up a lot. <laughs> I mean, you didn't have to say that. You would let us just do it. I wish I had now. I mean, honestly. now, now you just, I'm like, yeah, you go. One uh, of the greatest pranks 100,000 people uh, yeah. born a minute. Uh, <laughs> but he, uh, so this is, this is pre where you could like check everything out on the internet mm -hmm. in such an easy way. This is like 15 years ago where it was literally, it was much harder to get information to find yeah. out if things were true so i i told my buddy that i was dancing at a club you know and, and i'm it was i was like yeah it was a nutty night oh it was crazy last night i was dancing on top of a speaker and i'm dancing getting crazy and with all these girls on top of a speaker you're making this up i'm not making it up you're not that was i real. was on a yeah. like i was like working at the club i'm yeah. dancing on top of a speaker yeah. with girls and it was crazy and you know it's like a it was like a living like a rapper lifestyle somebody's like got I'm that guy where people are like, come on, on on this side of the carpet and hang out with us. And I'm like, sure. So I'm dancing on the speaker and I just tell him loosely that I, and, and this is also a little person, my friend. And about two weeks later, he says, Nick, you must be so mad. You know, I'm like, what? He goes, they did a story. ABC News did a story about little people that exploit themselves for money. <laughs> <laughs> and they had you dancing on yeah. that stage. I go, what are you talking about? No. Then he had other people from around the country tell me that, you know, oh, like that I saw that. I'm I'm ashamed at you. I can't <laughs> believe you would dance like you're you're exploiting yourself. I'm like, I was just there. Like, yeah. you know, they wanted me to go up on the I did. I went on the speaker because I was like, so like it literally went for like days. Yeah. You know, I think even weeks. Yeah. That I I was like to the point where I I contacted ABC's PR <laughs> department and I was like we gotta figure this out because yeah. I'm gonna sue you I'm gonna go crazy like Clint's mom I'd be like oh, this is going too far you gotta yeah. tell and then and it was that great moment where I was like I was just like wow that was just so it, it just made me laugh like yeah. it was like I wasn't even mad because it was so funny that that it happened like that and that it was orchestrated because it wasn't like I was. 
you know, I didn't do anything. It wasn't like I was online too. Yeah. This is even like, I believe pre Facebook. So yeah. it wasn't even like, I'm like, you, you know, I'm, I'm doing like a, like a story of a, Oh, ABC, you know, or it, it just was a couple of phone calls and yeah. it was so much easier to do that and not fact check it. Yeah. You should tell <laughs> that story in your act. You should figure out yeah. that's a great story. And then, uh, you're, it's funny because you think with the internet, it would be, you're like, well, it's going to be harder to trick people and it's actually become easier. In and you would think, because you're yeah. like, oh, could I, I could look everything up. I can see if this is real. And they're starting to figure out, you know, they have ways where Facebook, you get an email from Facebook. I mean, I'll get them where it's an email and it says from it's to Facebook. Yeah. To, there's always one little thing off, but it's like so close that you would never know. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Like, uh, I have a couple stories, but I, I tell them in my act about you. Yeah. But Nick, haven't you pretended to be your own agent? Whoa, whoa, whoa. These whoa. accusations. <laughs> Come on. We're going to talk. You're, you're offending my agent. What yeah. if my agent's listening right yeah, now? My like, mistake. What are, my you, what are you saying yeah. I'm doing? That my apologies. Not, uh, no, but I'll do like, I, I, I enjoy that kind of like calling as people or yeah. just goofing around. Even my mom, I did something to my mom where I would call. I used to call like in goofy voices like hello i'm nick you know yeah. like it's like a a russian you know randomly yeah. so i heard I'm, mick there by the way yeah I do it again yeah. hello i'm mick you know yeah so that's mick. i uh yeah i did say mick that time yeah. the first time you know i i but anyways i would do these phone calls like that and my mom was trying to sell a car and so this russian guy really wanted the car yeah and he had like a very like fake sounding accent yeah and he's like Hello, I'm interested in like this uh, car, and and my mom was like, Nick, shut up! You're, you know, was just like, yeah. And the guy kept calling back and like, No, I'm not Nick. I really want car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and the guy bought person. the car. The guy bought the car. Yeah. yeah. Uh, That's fine. I started thinking of one for uh, the only thing I can think of when Twitter first became a thing. There's a standard, I guess, if you're going to do a fake account for someone, you're supposed to make it obvious yeah like it's a fake account yeah. of something. i didn't know those rules so i thought it'd be fun to create an account for marvin harrison the mm. football player <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who wow. never says a word i thought that'd be so funny if marvin harrison you know was saying funny things but i, I wanted it to be fake but i made it way too real and i got so many followers so quick wow and it was getting out of hand really quickly <laughs> how many followers was it i mean a lot it's more than i have now yeah uh <laughs> I don't know, like yeah, ten thousand, maybe something like. Yeah. I mean, it was it blew thousand. up. It and blew were, up. Yeah. were you doing statements as him? Like yeah, but then I didn't realize you're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to make it clear that, that this it's is a, a fake parody account. account. So a if anybody account, uh, yeah. can arrest Brian Bates that's listening, he's. Uh, I mean, I deleted it quickly. Marvin Harris might, if he finds out about it, we know now he's <laughs> he doesn't have a he's a little bit of a temper on. Him. <laughs> <laughs> Marvin Harris doesn't uh, talk ever. <laughs> And then he retires and just, didn't he shoot somebody? At a <laughs> like, car wash or something. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. I was it's, in my uh, head. I was like, wasn't there a crazy yeah, it's story crazy, about it's, it's the best. Like, Mar <laughs> I mean, not the best. It's sad, but it's funny to me. Marvin Harris was like, you're like, what a wonderful guy. Like, <laughs> and I'm not saying he's not bad. I don't know what yeah. the situation was. Yeah. But it's just crazy to be like, he never spoke. Yeah. And then kills a guy. <laughs> like, or something. Or some, some kind of shooting involved. And this had all, it already happened when I created this account. Yeah. Which made me think, this will be so much funnier, but. I made it way Boy, too real. All of a sudden, you got a lot of new followers or comments. Like one there day, they go. Like, I've got, I've like, got a lot of fake accounts right now. 
yeah. that I get messages. If you ever if you're hearing this, if you blue, if I don't have a check mark next to my name, then that's not it. Mm-hmm. I get messages a lot, and they're getting really good. They use your photo that you're currently using on your thing, and then they and people send me direct pictures of the direct message. Like they'll be like, "Hey, what's up?" And you know, they're like, "Oh, I'm a big fan," and they're like, "Oh man, I appreciate you. I love hanging out." Uh, I'd love to meet you after the show sometime. Please come. We'll get your tickets. Come to shit. Like, I mean, it's a whole oh, long drawn wow. out thing. And then they send it to me to, you know, be like, Hey, this is crazy. But they're, it's a, it seems like it's a real person. It's not a, it's not a bot kind they're, of. They're, they're, yeah. they're crazy. I was in, um, it just happened to me actually. The, uh, but I wasn't, they weren't making up that they were me, but mm. I was in a New York times article and the writer of that article has, is like a big writer and he has a lot of Twitter followers and I got a message from him. And he was like, hey, blah, 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 can you sign up for this thing? And it was like uh, some kind of disability-related thing. And that, you know, I'm in that world. And so Easter I was like, Seals. Yeah, I run, this, plug? Uh, yes, I run yeah. this uh, Easter Sales Disability Film Challenge. It's a weekend yeah. film competition where you need to have somebody with a disability in front of or behind the camera. If you guys go to disabilityfilmchallenge.com, check out all the amazing films from this year's challenge. Uh, but so anyways, I'm in that world of disability. So I thought like, oh, well, maybe I'll just sign this thing. And I, you know, I tell him, oh, by the way, thank you so much for including me in, in you know, in this article and what, what an amazing honor. No problem. You, you deserve it. And I'm, we're having a conversation as yeah. if this is the writer. But then he keeps asking me to click this thing and sign up for some kind of loan yeah. uh, involving disability. And I'm like, well, I mean, it it is in this disability thing. And the article is about the challenge in me. So I'm like, so I contacted him and he was, we ended up going to Twitter and being like, this is a fake account. And yeah, you know, and they, and it's crazy. Yeah. How that, that yeah, happens. They, yeah. It's crazy. That's how they get you. Wow. I just realized that wasn't Nate that finally followed me. <laughs> what if what? it is a different, what do you mean? Oh, <laughs> that wasn't oh, the real oh, Nate Bargatze. Yeah. <laughs> he thought, Oh, finally. Hmm. That guy's a big fan of your comedy. Uh, <laughs> what was the, what the dude, the dude, the Sid Finch, if people don't know that one. All right. Sid That's Fitch. a great one. So this was an April Fool's Day hoax uh, that Sports Illustrated did. They realized the issue was coming out April 1st, 1985. So this writer wrote this article about Sid Fitch, a fictional baseball player. Um, he was raised in an English orphanage, learned yoga in Tibet, and could throw a fastball as fast as 168 miles per hour. And, Real guy. Um, could he really? Yeah. Go ahead. Keep going. And uh, so they found this. This uh, They put Sid's pitcher on the cover, and it said he was a rookie baseball pitcher training with the New York Mets. Got hurt. He would have pitched. He got hurt one year. Can you believe that? Yeah. It was like, what year was it? Uh, 1985. 85. When were you born? 82. 82. He got hurt. 168 miles an hour. Could have pitched. How crazy is that? That is crazy. You wish he would have went to your... Yankees. What, what new team are you a fan of? Yankees Always been a Red. Yankee fan. Uh, Yankees. Sid Finch would have went to the Yankees in 85. You'd have heard it. You'd have been a Hall of Famer. Got hurt. Can't throw that fast. Mm. He wore crazy. only one shoe, a heavy hiker's boot when pitching. How crazy is that? <laughs> that would be. I'd, I'd sign up. I'd sign him up on my team. Everybody signed him up. You're throwing 168 miles an hour. <laughs> Who's not signing him up? <laughs> you know? Sid is kind of a shady name, though. Well, Sid Finch is a great. That's a baseball name. You don't think it's a baseball name? It sounds. He got like lost a ma- in the shuffle in the orphanages and then came up 100, 168 miles an hour. Dude, you know how fast like that's no crazy. a catcher couldn't catch it. 
That I, was the thing. I feel like I missed part of this. So this is a hoax, though, right? He's not a real guy. <laughs> no, it's a real guy. <laughs> I don't feel like I I zoned out for a second. I'll be honest. I'm like, I think I missed part of where it's like it's not a He's real been guy. Lying to you the whole episode. Yeah. I know he is. The whole He's, episode's about hoaxes. This, this, is, I mean, this not, is my life with Nate. Really, we yeah. will like. He will stretch out a lie and a trick for days or if not weeks with me sometimes where he's like, this is my aunt. And yeah. I'm like, well, I guess it's his aunt. You Nate's know? telling yeah. you the people that run that museum are all seven feet tall. He had <laughs> never heard of this 30 seconds before. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, wow. <laughs> Nick, always- But that would be great if it's a giant museum with a seven foot guy that works there. Well, you know, try that, to get that. No, That's why they started it because the guys are seven feet. That's what made them think of it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Aaron yeah. loves this. I, I know he's a fan. All right, anyway, Sid Finch. Who did he get drafted by? <laughs> the Mets. The Mets. Yeah. Went to the Mets. You don't remember this? Well, Yankee. he played with Lenny, Di- Lenny Dystrick. Played with him. The yep. Yankees wouldn't take him. I'll tell you that. But the Mets, Lenny Dystrick played with him. Yep. Uh, let's see where's it? Yeah. He talked. Lenny Dystrick talked about him on Howard Stern. He big, met him. He met him once before he got hurt. Big fan of those car washes. They interviewed Mets. Yeah. Mets pitching coach Mel Stoudemire about it. And. Uh, Anyway, Mets fans were very excited, overjoyed at their luck in finding such a player and flooded Sports Illustrated with a request for more information. Crazy. Do you think you could be – do you think that was a hoax or not a hoax? I mean, I would say – I. it felt like a real story. It and is then a I'm real like story. The, I know. Well, this is the but game. But this is a hoax element. Is this? Do you think it was a real story, not a real story? This is the game. I think people, hoax, not people hoax. thought it was a hoax because it sounds so crazy. But 168 miles an hour seems too fast. That is fat. Well, that's so fast. Yeah, that's so like fast. I think a hundred yeah. miles an hour seems like you, you never hear anyone throwing hundred twenty. Yeah. So how well, do you go to one sixty? Guy Buck Johnson, one hundred and fifteen miles an hour. Look that up. He's the fastest. Yeah, pitcher. Buck Johnson. That sounds like somebody that beat Tiger Woods. It's Joe Buck's great great grandfather. <laughs> Joe Buck. Uh, see, Aaron, this is Aaron will never let me. <laughs> Like be completely tricked because he laughs at the yeah. Aaron, you need to leave the room. Aaron yeah. is like you're so obviously not true. <laughs> the whole episode. 168 uh, miles an hour is insane. It is though, you would think after being friends with Nate for like a hundred years that I'd be like, he's probably lying. And I'm like, yeah. I believe him. On an episode about He is very trusted. I mean, an episode lying. about hoaxing. Yeah. Every story I just uh, I said the Giants own Giants, you were like, oh. Oh, that makes sense. Nick pays attention, and then he Nick. It's not that he doesn't like. There's not a dumb factor in this. It's Nick yeah. pays attention, then Nick zones out, and I just uh, know when Nick is zoned out, <laughs> and then I pounce on that opportunity. <laughs> so that's we've just been friends long enough that I just can see Nick is not really Nick's kind of thinking about something else. Yeah. So I know he's kind of not in the conversation, and then I know when to throw this thing in, and then Nick kind of. Starts agreeing with you, I think, before he's back in the conversation. Like, you know, he's like, oh, wow, that's crazy. Right. Yeah. And then he's like, is it? And then it's like, I've got him. If I keep like. He's in like, the kinda, spot. Yeah. I, yeah. I get it. Like, if I just say a little things here and there and then kind of go back and then I keep jumping back in and, uh-huh. and you know. But yeah, though, I mean, the whole episode's about stuff that's not real. So I don't know why we would throw a real story yeah. about stuff. Like, that's pretty crazy to be like. Uh, uh, it says, many people fell for the prank. The magazine printed a much smaller article in the following April 8th issue announcing Fitch's retirement. We uh, we had a guy fall for the prank as we talked about the prank. So that was that good of a prank. <laughs> I used to work for the Mets. You know? 
Uh, do you mean do these other ones? Yeah, do the do the balloon boy. Do you uh, know that? Mm-mm. Do you remember that? This was just a few years Seinfeld ago. Seinfeld episode. Yeah. Bubble. Yep. Yeah. Bubble boy. The what? What just the news thing? Just say what the news thing was. All right. So on October fifteenth, so here it came up on the anniversary, two thousand nine, oh. a homemade helium filled gas balloon uh, came untethered in Fort Collins, Colorado, and um, the family called the police. Their six year old son was trapped inside it. The, the Do you remember that? No. You don't remember that news story? I don't remember it. Uh, they're saying it was helium, and it wasn't helium. Authorities confirmed the balloon reached 7,000 feet during its 90-minute flight. It was up there so long, news crews like had helicopters. Like, I remember watching it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People watch it a lot. Watch it on the news. The event attracted worldwide attention, um, and the boy, his name was Falcon, <laughs> was nicknamed Balloon Boy in, by the media. National Guard helicopters and local police pursued the balloon after flying yeah. for more than an hour. He's still up there. And he's, approx- he's, he's, what is he? He's, he's uh, 16 now. Yeah. yeah. 16 years old. Just Well, he turned 17 in two Just days. Just turned 17. 17 yeah. in two days. Yeah. He's driving. He's Well, he's not. He's in a balloon. Yeah. <laughs> above the sky. But he's 17 years old up there. Um, <laughs> Almost can vote. Doing this, you know, not not quite. Yet. I don't believe it. Down. Again, Aaron is like yeah. the reason. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know how to read this because I don't know. Um, all right, <laughs> let's see. So this is the news story. Yeah, so I, we got the we could do the news. I believe it, Aaron. Do you remember this? Yeah. So I remember can hearing you see of the, this. Can you I know see him in the balloon? You ever? see the balloon going up. Yeah, but you it's see the balloon. You find, in yeah, he's up, in the basket. Let me pull up some video. It's referenced in the office. It is. Yeah. Blue was boy. It? And, it, and it's like a part of the zeitgeist. Yeah. So I heard of it. I don't know how this ends, though. So I don't know what. Yeah, I don't. So the kids he's in the balloon. These all sound like great balls. movies, by the way. Every one of these. The balloon boys. Look, there he is. Where's he at now? He's right over Kansas. His name is Falcon, <laughs> by the way. We just kind of brushed over yeah. that. Yeah, I know. Oh, sorry. You balloon don't pay for the ad free. <laughs> <Gotta add. laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Big production budget yeah. here on the Nate Land. I mean, my bad. The free ads. <laughs> Who could forget that homemade flying saucer into the world? You don't remember this? Whoa. He's in there. So he climbed the in. Where that little boy was trapped he climbed in, but his parents hours, didn't know he climbed in. He was just like, oh, look at this. And then it's gone. For the survival of six year old Falcon Heaney. How crazy He's in there. He calls it now. But how do you know he was in there? Because he climbed in, and the, and the parents didn't know where he was at. They have three kids. The boys are crazy. And then they climb in and do it. Huh? But there's never, like, to me. You, it's not a normal balloon. It's not like a yeah. uh, I hot air balloon. I want to see him in, like, an egg. Like, you know. That was, but that was the balloon. That, that it, it's a, uh, what like is it? Willy Wonka It's like a weather balloon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a weather balloon. So it's, that's what he climbed in. See, I wouldn't believe that. I would need to see it him. happen. I don't I know what to look. There's to the video. Him. Well, that's the video. You can't see him because he's inside of a weather balloon. It's not a normal. It's not a hot air balloon with a basket. Wouldn't trick me, huh? I th- I wouldn't be fooled. You would have said he's not in there. I would have said he's not in there because I think you kind of believe it right now. I but you mean, would still you would still wait, think everyone believed there. he was in there. Everybody thought he was in there. He was he in there? Yes. Other than why would it be in the hoax? <laughs> The hoax episode? <laughs> uh, it's uh, no, he wasn't. Everybody believed he was in there. You don't when, when, the video. But when Falcon was not, found, I just ruined the fun. I'm like, then you know, I'm going back so to that they, other thing. Did they get the balloon? Did they down the balloon? The the balloon landed on its own. All right, I'm gonna say when okay. uh, it finally came to landing on its own. 
And uh, when Falcon was not found inside, it was terrible. Is the kid's name real Falcon? That's his actual yeah, like the name make believe kid. Yeah. Falcon. Uh, when Falcon yeah, was not found inside, it was reported that an object had been seen falling from the balloon. <laughs> so a search was begun. Later that day, the boy was found hiding in the attic of his home, where he had apparently been the entire time. Suspicions of a hoax soon arose, particularly after an interview with Wolf Blitzer and Larry King Live that same evening. Asked why he was hiding, Falcon said to his father, you guys said that um, we did this for the show. Uh, finally, wow. uh, the sheriff's department announced that... Ev- did they have clips of their video clip of that? The Wolf Blitzer? Yeah, the, him saying you guys did it for the show. Yeah, I remember when it happened. That, oh. um, Bates was there as the weatherman. <laughs> in the- Bates was working at the news then. Yeah. I was. I so was. he would have been... He'd have been the. Would y'all cover? I this? love that clip. That, oh yeah, that you had with yeah. the the old clip of you. The in, weather clip. In that the was weather. me in college. Yeah. yeah, that was awesome. Finally, That's a hoax. <laughs> that wasn't <Yeah>. really bait. <laughs> the dad finally pled guilty to attempting to influence a public servant. Um, he was sentenced to ninety days in jail in order to pay thirty six thousand in restitution, and his wife was sentenced to twenty days of weekend jail. What was the balloon boy in the office? You said. Oh, sorry. Uh, it's when the Scranton Strangler is driving by, and they yeah. said there are three uh, things we you need to watch live: the Balloon Boy, yeah. Michael Jackson's funeral, I think. Yeah, so, yeah. So, and yeah, when Michael goes. I saw him. I saw him, and he takes gravel from yeah. the. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's the Microsoft buys the Catholic Church? I don't know that one either. Uh, Microsoft acquisition hoax is a bogus 1994 press release suggesting that Microsoft acquired the Roman Catholic Church. It's considered oh, to be man, the was... first internet hoax to reach a mass audience. Many of the press releases claims were unrealistic from suggesting that Catholics would soon be able to take Holy Communion through their computer to claiming that conversion to Catholicism was an upgrade. <laughs> Despite these warning signs, several readers of the fake press release contacted Microsoft to confirm the claim of the hoax. See, I mean, that pre-2000, you would need to actually watch the news to find out if it was a fake. Yeah. Now you could just go and be like, it's not. It's the. But now more people are falling for stuff. Even the media falls for stuff. I mean, they're, everybody's fall can fall for things because it's hard to check. The, like the Balloon Boy thing is like, that's a story that when that happened, that's, you know, it's a high speed chase when you see those on TV where everybody goes and watches. And it, that was like a moment where everybody's watching this. Everybody thinks his kid's up there and. Uh, it's it's unbelievable. Why did the parents do it? Because they were just trying to be funny, or I think they just wanted media attention. Yeah, yeah. on See, what? Just but like their family. I don't know. Yeah. Is there is there a difference between a hoax and a scam? Uh, like hmm. like the catch me if you can. You know, like that we saw that in the museum. Yeah, he's it's, in there. It's unbelievable. That guy's story. Yeah. Yeah. Those are all real things. Like he was a pilot. He was a doctor. He was a lawyer. Uh, yep, I'm a I'm a doctor. Like the it's crazy and that fun. guy passed the law. Yeah, and so the, he took past the bar. You know, with Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, what's his name? Henry uh, Abigail. Uh, Frank uh, Abigail. Frank, Frank Abigail. Abigail. Yeah, yeah. And then he uh, that movie's unbelievable. Great I love movies. that. Awesome. And they uh, he but he actually did all this stuff. This goes back to my thing that he's a guy. Like when I was, when I, I think we've talked about it before. He's a guy that's so smart that could just be wildly successful at any of these things. Yeah. But there's something in his mind that makes him try to cut, cheat the system. And then he's so good at it. Now, I mean, now he works for the FBI. You know, he ended up working for him because he was so good at it. That's like that girl that was the, 
the drug lord that I, I talked about mm-hmm. where she could have been anything. She was could have been a runner in the Olympics. And then she's like, I want to do this. And so she's the best drug lord there's mm-hmm. ever been. It's it's these people that are just, they're really good at what at anything. And they can go, and that's what he did. Frank uh, Abigail. Frank Abigail Jr. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. So that would have been, what is that? That's a hoax? That's not a hoax. Is that a hoax? That's or a scam. Con? That would be scam a scam artist. So that would be the different. Uh, uh, Bloom Boy is a hoax. Yeah. It's what I guess mass people believe in. The, a hoax mm. is probably a story. A hoax is something that mass people believe this thing. Yeah. That's a hoax. A scam is one guy scamming a system. So that would be the difference. Twitter, if you get that on Twitter, you're getting scammed. Yeah. Versus Manti Teo got scammed. And but it wasn't really a hoax. But That's what's, probably a mix of both. What's crazy is like story. 9-11, yeah. there was all these like fake charities and yeah. things. I've got were, one like, here. Given. I thought you were about to just be like, 9-11's a hoax. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I go, Whoa. I guess we're a different <laughs> yeah. podcast now. Thanks a lot, Nick. You guys wanted Nick. Now you got him. Nick land. Dude. Nick land. Hey, everybody in Nick land. <laughs> uh, there was a woman who uh, claimed to be a survivor of the World Trade Center attacks. And she she went by the name Tanya Head. She joined the World Trade Center Survivor Network support group, later became its president. But in 2007, it was revealed that her story was a hoax. She wasn't even in New York City on September 11th. But in reality, was attending classes in her native city of Barcelona, Spain. Yeah. Well, Steve Ranazizi was the same. The comedian. Who's a great guy. Besides that. Besides that little (laughs) thing that he did. Uh, Nate, you'll like this one. um, that oh, go ahead, Aaron. No, I wasn't gonna. I don't even know why. My bad. Yeah, he's trying to talk too much. Talked a little too much. That guy's gonna <laughs> no, come back. Phil, Phil, Phil's Hill. gonna come back. Phil yeah. Hill's gonna come back and go, Yikes, I guess I opened that barn door a little too far. He ran all out. The Edward Owens hoax was a historical hoax created by students at George Mason University in 2008 as a class project to see if they could create a false story that would be spread across the internet. The students created a website and a fictitious fictitious entry on Wikipedia about Edward Owens, supposedly a Virginia Worcester fisherman born in 1853, who became a pirate. The hoax was reported as true in some media outlets. This was a class project that professor led them in. Mm. Let's see if we can create fake news story and it'll work. And it did. I think you could create a fake story. I think we could talk about on this podcast and create a fake story. Us talking about creating this fake story. Mm -hmm. And you could be like, hey, everybody listening, we're going to do interviews on the media about it. And we do it. We are going to be completely lying, but we're going to stick to this story. And I'm telling you that we're lying on this podcast because I think people do not do research anymore. So they do not look up any kind of facts. They would never listen to, you know, an hour and a half podcast to figure out me going, I am lying to you. And I would like, we almost like, if we could ever do it, we if we could ever think of something, it'd be fun to try to do. Yeah. Uh, Everybody just goes to jail after. <laughs> you're like, would you go to jail? I don't. I mean, if you're if you're if you, what happened to Matateo? I think you're. Did that guy? guy go well, to that's. Jail? But we're not doing. You're, that guy. Yeah, I don't know. Did he go to jail? That's. I mean, I don't know what that guy. He just. I, mean, broke I don't know it. if he, he even did anything illegal. Heart. He was. Just, it was just broke kind of a mean heart. thing to do. Yeah, it was mean. Yeah. Now, have you ever seen the? the a recent example of that of creating a fake news story that Justin Bieber eating a burrito sideways. You ever no. see that picture? No. 
it's a group of guys, internet guys, and they 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 wanted to create a fake story to go viral. Yeah. And they they hired a Justin Bieber impersonator, and they were like, "What's the weirdest thing we could have him do?" Yeah. So they took pictures of him sitting. I want to see this. Sitting at a park, eating a burrito like like a corn on the cob, sideways. Yeah. And that picture of Justin Burrito, Justin Burrito, eating uh, <laughs> eating a Bieber, <laughs> eating a Bieber. <laughs> yeah, that I remember that when that picture went viral, they were like, "What is wrong with Justin Bieber? Why is he eating a burrito like this?" That's not him; just a random dude. I'm wearing the same shirt as him, basically. Trending number one on Twitter. I mean, yeah. it was a huge thing, and yeah. it was just some guys lying. Yeah, pretty great. Yeah, and they did it just to do that, just to lie. Yeah, just to lie and just watch people blow up. Because it's just show people's reactions or everybody's reaction is first to, there's no questioning. Yeah. There's no like, hey, could this be true? He tried to make us believe the way Boggs went in the Hall of Fame as a Tampa Bay Devil Ray. Oh, yeah. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't fall yeah. for it though, did we, Nate? Was that, were you just making that up? No. You it was that? a thing. Yeah. It, it's a hoax. You played there. Oh, it's a hoax. Oh, it's a hoax. It's, it's a, a hoax that I fell for. Yeah. You know? That's what Aaron thought. Was that a con or a hoax? Uh, it was a hoax. It was the guy, the, yeah, it's an easy one. It's not as good as the burrito, Justin Bieber burrito, but it's a guy that's just like, I like to have a little fun. He's like, what's your hoax you made up? Wade Bug went into the Hall of Fame as a Temple Bay Devray. <laughs> You're like, oh, that's cool, man. Like, not, you know. Yeah. I'll tell you my favorite one. This is a video. It's a video on YouTube. You can look it up. It's some guys who who scammed uh, TripAdvisor. They're in London. They created a fake restaurant with the goal of making it the number one rated restaurant. In London, ah, that's yeah. great. and they did over the course of months and months. They posted fake pictures. They got fake reviews, and it became the number one rated restaurant in London. It's not a real wow. place. Yeah, and they were just getting flooded with calls, and they were like, "We're booked. We're booked. We're booked. We can't." And eventually, they opened up their backyard one night and created a fake restaurant and tricked all these people. They served them like uh, ramen noodles and stuff. Yeah. And told them it was. Oh, that's like great. Five, and and they, they, every, ooh, everybody bought it. They're like, this place is amazing. Yeah. Uh, it was all fake. Yeah. I love that. Because yeah. Yelp, I really do trust Yelp and TripAdvisor. So I would be that guy that's like, this is some of the best. Well, it's the, when you read TripAdvisor, you always got to, uh, it takes a special person to be writing some of these reviews. I do love someone that writes an honest review, but you can't, when you read some it. of these reviews, they're, they, they're, they get too personal. I would say this on stage mm-hmm. sometimes where I was like, they would, they get, you know, they're like, they say someone's name, you know, at the hotel. They're like, everything was nice except for Benjamin that worked at the, <laughs> and you're like, well, now I don't even trust this review because you're too angry. Yeah. You yeah. can't, you ever talk to someone that doesn't, when you're trying to level them, like trying to tell them to calm down, they can't, if they're so angry, they're not, they, they can't be, there's no rational, they don't become, you know, rational. They're, they just lose it. Yeah. So when people, if you're mad enough to go leave a review, it's either this is the greatest or this is the worst. Uh-huh. There's never a guy that's just in the middle. I had all right time. Yeah. yeah. I had yeah. a great time. Food was great. Would, would you like Dollywood? I would really review there is I love Dollywood. Yeah. yeah. I think I was super impressed because I didn't know what to expect. You know what we realized too? I was like, why did we never go there as a kid? Because we had Opryland. Mm-hmm. So you, we yeah. never would have went because we had a theme park here. A country and, music themed yeah. park already. So it yeah. never would have been, you never would have thought to go. Cause I was like, I told him, I called my mom, I go, why did we never come here? Mm-hmm. Like it would just been an easy vacation, but it was because we had opulent. I loved it. I was a little surprised though, that there wasn't like a million Dolly Parton things around. Mm-hmm. 
But we were saying but too we, the we live shows. That. Yeah. There, there, Dolly Parton would have probably been live shows, but they couldn't have live shows. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there was. She talked. It's not Dolly. It's not like it's not like it's Mickey Mouse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where it would be, you know, you see Mickey Mouse everywhere. That's what it's, that's what he wanted. It's an unbelievable park, though, and it's beautiful too. You're yeah. like going into like a national yeah. park. And they're not telling us to say we. we yeah. I don't even think we got a free yeah. Dollywood trip. <laughs> we did not. Uh, no Ubers out in Dollywood. We learned that. <laughs> yeah. No Ubers in Pigeon Forge. Aaron and I learned that. Oh, yeah. Oh, we yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, they <laughs> we did. We took a taxi from Pigeon Forge to Knoxville. How did that How far go? Is that? Yeah, what it's was about that? about an hour and 15 minutes. Oh, yeah, really? Something yeah. like that. It was just a lady in her car, basically. <laughs> yeah. We sat in the back seat, and she had a t- wet towel down in the back seat. <laughs> Not soaking wet, but damp for some reason. Who was sitting you on sit it? on you? the towel? Yeah, we sat on the towel. <laughs> That's Why? great. I don't know. Aaron fell asleep immediately. So I it's just felt so bad. Me she and was her. talking to. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'll just let Brian do just it me now. And- <laughs> <laughs> he just makes him the sacrificial oh, lamb. Oh, man. Just- Angel. You sit up front or no? No, I sit in the back, but that didn't stop her yeah. talking yeah. to us. She's very nice. She's very nice. Yeah. yeah. Hour 15 minutes. tough. Yeah. Uh, all right. Is there any more hoaxes? I, I don't have time for Urban Legends. No, that's that that's that's the main uh, ones. We'll do Urban Legends uh, on its own separate. Hoaxes was it was enough. This is all hoax. We got Nick <laughs> to convince back and forth. Nick thought there was a hoax a couple times. That was fun. I yeah. couldn't handle that. Uh, huh? I couldn't handle what you were doing. Uh, <laughs> the picture kind of got me a little. Just because the reading of it sounded like... 168 yeah. miles an hour. Dude. I know. Well, it's crazy to even. How could it even remotely get you when you when I say read the story about the hoax? I just say read the story. I go, I go. Brian, go ahead and read the hoax story about Sid Finch. We're reading hoaxes. Why would we throw one in there that's like a real one? And then you're like, oh wow. And how about uh, for Urban Legends? I'll throw in some real ones and, and see if Nick uh, can do it. That would be a fun yeah, game to play. Like, can fun. you tell what's real and what's yeah, not? Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah. I think I can get you. I think I can make one up. For you. you think I could do that? I probably could make one Time up. Time is on our side. Yeah. Well, let's... <laughs> Time, yeah. How many minutes are babies born? <laughs> I'm regretting that one. I'm yeah, 100,000. Well, then you try to backtrack it. That was the best. Like, I go, no, you said 100. You go, no, 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 no. I never said that. I never, <laughs> yeah. I never, people can hear the video. People can listen to the audio. To you go, should run for office. Yeah. You yeah, go, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. I never said 100,000. You just said 100,000. No, 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 no. I said 10,000, which is still insane. Aaron threw you under the bus to then cut it down to 85,000. He thought 100 is a lunatic. What are you, a lunatic? 85,000. That's great. What are you, insanity, dude? Nick, get off the podcast. Nate, 85,000. Final answer. Uh, all right, everybody. Uh, Nate Land, thank you so much. Thanks for leaving the comments, reviews, YouTube, review, with all the stuff, all the TripAdvisor stuff you're helping us out. Truly, we love you guys. Uh, thank you, uh, as always, for listening to One Night Only Tour. Easter Seals, go support Nick's... Uh, Disability Film Challenge, Easter Seals Disability Film Challenge. Go support Nick doing that. We love you guys. See you uh, next week. Bye. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the Nate Land Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our show on iTunes, Spotify, you know, wherever you listen to your podcast. And please remember to leave us a rating or a comment. Nate Land is produced by me, Nate Bargetti, and my wife, Laura, on the All Things Comedy Network. Recording and editing for the show is done by Genovations Consulting in partnership with Center Street Media. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to catch us next week on the Nate Land Podcast.